Yeah. Be suiting up, so I got my boat tie on. Yeah, I could be chilling now, so I got my dad hat on. Yeah, wow, wow. I could be chilling now, so I got my dad hat on. Yeah, I could be suiting up, so I got my boat tie on. Yeah, dad hats and bow ties, dad hats and bow, dad hats and bow ties. Yo, 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 it's your man Distinguished to God. It's the kid X8B, and we are a week. We are two weeks. Literally. Two weeks away. You wanted to be one week. We wanted to be one week, but Eager. two weeks. So we gotta I gotta drop this episode sometime soon with the rest of them shits. Like but Friday. we are yeah, we are two weeks away from the live show. Amen. Facts. I'm very excited for that because yeah, we just man. got two confirmations. Amen. Listen, all I'm gonna say is that we all hustlers in our own right, but we got a lot of hustlers coming in the building. So stick around, we stay got, tuned. We got a lot of hustlers. We're gonna have to drop that to next week. We got yeah, to drop yeah, who's back. We're gonna have to drop that up. next week. We got yeah. we got a couple other people that might be pulling up too. Right. Um, you know, we got we got two people, right? Flo that you working on? Facts. I'm working on that. Had a conversation with him on his on my way here. So mm, <laughs> we'll talk about that. that. We'll talk about it. We'll mm, talk about it. Mm, spicy. <laughs> All right. So yo, this week the icebreaker is what is the absolute like of all the freaky shit, wild shit, crazy right. shit that like your girl or your your homie for for shorties dealing with a nigga. For them to ask you, what is like a no-go? Like if if Shorty asks you, yo, do you want to do a threesome? Are you cool with that? I'm cool with that. Okay. Cool with it. If Shorty asks you, want to do a threesome, but I want another nigga to, to be the to be in there. I might be cool with it depending on the nigga. If I know, if I know the nigga, like, like if it's you, I'm with it. I'm not okay. cool with it. <laughs> okay. I'm with it. Okay. Right. I'm with it. Nigga, we we going in there to do the same so, job. So so what? I'm good. What, what is off limits? Like off what limits is the why? Like if she says it to you, you might question the relationship. Off limits, I think. And I'm a nasty nigga, but if a shorty, if a shorty's like, yo, fuck me till it feels like I'm shitting, it's a turn on for me. Nah, I'm good. I'm good. That's, that's weird. I'm good. <laughs> I don't even know what it's you called mean. porn. Um, I see. I see a lot of weird shit in porn. That'll be one thing. That'll be a no go for me. I don't know what type of porn you're watching, bro. I'm watching all type of porn, bro. <laughs> I mean, I would have to definitely say that two that two girls one cup shit definitely not for me. I'm not. Wait, two girls one what? What was that again? That two, was that, two that, girls one cup. You never saw that? Yeah, that about? was like the first YouTube video that blew up. Like that when YouTube what that first. What? Oh, oh man, nah. bro, nigga, it's still on YouTube, so you can find so it. So two girls one cup. These bad bitches, two bad White bitches, girls, right. come into the frame. They start making out, doing wild shit. Then they just start shitting in cups. I don't need to know anything else. They, and then they swallow it. They eat the shit. I'm good. Right. <laughs> I already saw where it was going. <laughs> that ain't that. But ain't, no, that bro, ain't part but of it thing. gets worse though. They start throwing up and then eating the throw up. Right. 
I told you I didn't need to know these things, bro. I, you had to get the whole picture, bro. I didn't bro. need to, that you graphic, had to know man, exactly. that, that, that visual is coming into my mind, bro. <laughs> so shit like that, I can't... Live your life, my nigga. That, I, that's, that's beyond me. That's beyond... That is beyond me. I'm good. My nigga, I can't do that. Um, all right, cool. Not me. So, Vic Mensa. Uh, <sighs> let's talk about this nigga really quick. I don't know what you're talking about either that. You, you uh, never, you never heard of Vic Mensa. I know who Vic Mensa oh. is. Oh, I don't know what know happened. About the situation. Yeah. Oh, you don't know about the situation. It's bro? Very, very unfortunate. Okay, that niggas. So out let's here. set wow. this. Let's set the stage for everybody who does not know what happened. Uh, two weeks ago, the BET Hip Hop Awards was premiered. Yeah, uh, as well as Hustle in Brooklyn. Shout out to the cast of Hustle in Brooklyn, the niggas that we know, um, and the so, chicks that I want to get to know. Amen. Facts. Um, facts. So. Cool. Vic Mensa was part of the Cypher this year with a bunch of other niggas that nobody know. Right. Uh, <laughs> sorry to y'all niggas, right. but... Trash. All I know is is Chance the Rapper's brother, and that's because he looked just like Chance. But Oh, um, that, oh, oh that's a brother that's gay. I'm, I don't think he's gay. Yeah, Chance has a, has a brother that's gay. He may. I don't know if this brother... How many brothers does he have? He has a brother that looks just like him, but I think he does more like beat production and shit, too. Well, he's a rapper now. Oh, the one that looks just like tough. Him. Okay, yeah, I, I think that's the one that's taking the rectum. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Well, listen. Yeah, I, I I don't know nothing about it, so I cannot confirm or deny. Oh, okay. um, but um, so <laughs> but <laughs> this nigga Vic. So Vic Mensa does a does the cipher, and in the cipher, he pretty much comes at XXX Testacion. Right, a dead and, nigga that's not gonna come back from the dead to reply, and basically says to him. To him, like, I don't condone women beating and I don't understand why y'all follow these niggas that are women beaters. And then, like, he just comes at him knowing that the man is dead, dead and gone. Yeah, he got shot. And then out of here. his cypher was premiered in front of X's mother. <gasps> oh, snap. So it became this big thing because niggas is like, well, why are you talking on a dead man? Like, there's so many other rappers That's a lot. who have wow. allegations of, of, Beating women that you could come at, right? Of touching kids. So why kids. do you why right. do you pick the one that can't rap back at you or can't say nothing back ever at you, again in life? Can't battle you. He can now, only haunt you in your dreams. Not even in his defense, but to I guess add some more backstory, they have had a feud for quite some time before so, he died. Before he died. So okay. I don't know if maybe in his mind he just was like, I'm still going with the the feud, even though this nigga gone. Or y'all know I have problems with him from before, so it doesn't matter if I talk about him now. I don't know, but it was a bad That's move. That's that wild Chicago shit. Niggas pissing on graves and all that dumb shit. Yeah, yo, yeah. Yo. And, and you you kind of forget that Vic is from Chicago because the nigga act like he a rock star. So yeah. Um, I don't know how we feeling about this though. It's, it's a fucked up situation. I mean, for for one, I feel like. I feel like we had we had said something like this similar last. I feel like last year when BT did some stupid shit. Why BT still aired the shit? Mm. Was it directly correlated, or were we just speculating that it's correlated to his ex? Nah, no, it's, it's definitely nah, towards it, him. It was directed, bro. It like was, he said X's name in it. Like he mm. said, um, nah, he say I don't name. care if you you're posthumous. Like basically, say I don't care if you died. Mm. Um, still coming at you. So I don't, I don't, I don't think he said X's name fully, but the but bars were the bars was definitely directed. There's only one rapper that died that has 
allegations, allegations like that. Right. Like that in got the, you, yeah. got you, got you. So, but but Vic Mensa is just a wild. He's a wild nigga. Well, let's talk about it because the nigga was also he went on the Breakfast Club and said he choked out his girlfriend once. Oh, oh shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> The nigga went on oh, Breakfast don't. Club. They got a whole clip of this nigga talking, foul. talking about how he made a song about how he choked his girl because they got into some heated argument. And at that point, he realized he never wanted to be that nigga again. But, I mean, it don't take a lot of us. So niggas. he admitted to domestic violence live on the, on live on the Basically, radio. Basically, and it don't take me to choke a bitch out to know that I'm not trying to choke bitches out. Right. You just know that's not something you don't do. <laughs> that's just something that's not for you me. You don't get to that I level. Mean, some people got to figure it out, bro. Not everybody's <laughs> blessed with that intuition. I guess not, but I think they should. <laughs> <laughs> they should have it. So, I mean, in America, yeah. Maybe in the islands, you get away with that shit. Not even, bro. So <laughs> get, That's how you get caught with a machete. But then the nigga come back and right. he apologizes. To who? Well, first, he, <laughs> he said, I stand by everything that I said in the cipher. Then niggas came okay. down his throat. Then wow. the nigga was like, I apologize. For what? For saying what I said about X. Wow. That, so 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 he admitted it was about X. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he been said it was about X. Okay. He, he never he never said he that. He never it denied it, right. Then he went out and put out a new song. So now the shit just feel like a rollout to me. Mm, just to gain some wait, attention. Because nobody knows what a Vic Mensa is. Wait, right wait, now. wait. He put out a record, bro? He put out a record called, night. called Empathy. Oh, oh, this okay. nigga, yo, he trolling. Man, it's, it's probably a troll. Yeah, it's, this it's, nigga's it's trolling, bro. Yeah. This nigga, That's what it feel like. But why is the record name Empathy, nigga? Are you serious, bro? Then yo, then, this nigga's crazy. Then in 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 the, in the record, he's trying to talk about like he's learning how to have empathy and people need to have empathy for him. And I'm like, nigga, you copping a plea or is this a rollout? What was going on? I feel like it's a rollout, bro. Because I'm like, yo, you've been quiet. Nobody knows a Vic Mensa song and. Don't get me wrong. I was a fan of Vic Mensa with that whole class right. that came out. I wanted him to succeed because he looked yeah. unique, but right. he's, he does spit bars. Right. Like, let's not get it twisted. He does have, like, decent content. But maybe he's a one-hit wonder. He's conscious. He, nah, he don't even got one hit. Oh, He had the first hit with Kanye. Oh, what? yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. What was the name of that record? I don't remember the name of the record. Yeah, that but shit that, was that a, came out a, a long big, time ago. It was a big, it was a big first record. single. Yeah. It was his first single and he had and, Kanye West on it. And he looked like he had a promising career. Yeah. And then he promising. went <laughs> He went a conscious route. He started talking about like police shootings and okay. stuff like that. But he still never, gave us bars, but just never Yeah, he just never, never had, produced a hit. Had a hit after that. Right, right. That first song was fire. I almost the forgot about was fire, it. Yeah. It's actually a fire song. It like was I, and it was Kanye coming back. Yeah. Because you haven't heard it was like around that time after Yeezus, mm -hmm. but like you didn't know what Kanye was going to sound like type mm -hmm. of shit. And he came out with bars. I was like, oh, okay, this shit's going to be the fire. The song's actually pretty dope. Yeah, I can't I can't front on the song. I don't know what happened after that. I right. seen him in concert. He he did a good job in concert, but... but back to that butt, right? Yeah. Yeah, he, he taking put the butt it. Yeah, on he, yeah, he definitely yeah, taking it out. I don't yeah. know. He, that, that sounds yeah. like a rollout. That sounds like he needed to gain some attention so he could roll this single out and have people watching it. That's what it feels like. Hey, man. It seems like that's what niggas got to do nowadays to get some attention because... That's it, rough. Yeah, because the music can't speak for... Like, the, the music... Instead of you focusing on the music, you, you, you... Only time I hear about you is when you getting headlines for some shit. Right. And I find that to be a problem for artists nowadays. Right. Like, you're getting headlined right. not because you put out a popping song. Right. You get in headline because you said some dumb shit. That's a fanatic. And then you're gonna put out a song to try and get like I'm not listening to your song after you didn't say some dumb shit. 
I'm only maybe to clown you if the shit ain't fire. That's but like push me to the edge, nigga. All my friends are dead. Yeah, I don't know you. I don't know you because of your music. I know you because of stupidity. So at this right. point, you're a media personality like Joe Budden. Might right. as well go in the media. That that to me is what bothers me about a lot of these artists because you have new artists popping up and they're getting the clout and they're building buzz and the songs are okay. But I'm thinking to myself, like, why aren't these older artists or the artists that popped already, like artists like Vic Mensa who got signed right. and then got shelved for not putting out whatever content the label wanted? Because I think he signed to like Rock Nation. So why don't you just follow the same thing? Why don't you just pay the money to get the marketing moving again? Like, why you know, are you want to sit there and let the label determine your outcome? You know what I think it is, bro? I think situations like this kind of show the personality of those artists. And with that being said, I think when they're not a likable artist, that's why they get shelved like that. You see what I'm saying? Like, they're not likable. They label the label probably doesn't like him. He probably has said or done wild shit and they've they don't put anything behind him. And that's why I think, and once they sign, once he signed that contract, whatever the stipulations are, are yeah, the he's, stipulations. He's, lo- he's, he's locked in for the time frame. He's locked in for the time frame or he's locked in until he released the content. And, Factor. And, and he probably can't do any too much independent shit. And that's, you brought up a really good point because a lot of artists get fucked up because they get signed and they're not, the label doesn't like them. Mm. Right. They have such a standoff attitude that they probably burnt their relationships with people like Jackie who are, who are their marketing agents. Right. And now your marketing, your brand marketer is just like, I can't fuck with him. Yeah. I don't fuck, like Fuck him. this nigga. <laughs> yeah. So now your brand marketer don't want to fuck with you. Your PR team don't want to fuck with you. What makes you think they're going to want to present uh, a single to your label? Yeah. So then what happens? You submit your single to the label and the label's like, okay, put it out. Do you. You fuck over the A&R that's supposed to get your distribution and they're going to keep telling the niggas that are ready like, nah, he's not ready. Yeah. I don't hear a, I don't hear a record that's going to... The label, what happens is that the label can't stop him from putting out a record. No. However, they don't have to support They don't have to the promote record. it. Exactly. He's not ready. I don't think this record is, is a go. And they're like, all right, we're not putting no money behind it. Yeah, that's it. Or they put minimal, the bare minimum. They just send it out to the avenues. You got to figure out the rest. Yeah. But they're not putting that machine behind it the way they would one of their more, one of their artists that they know is going to get that clout. At the end of the day, you have to understand too that it's not, you have, you have to build a relationship with the curators too. Yeah. So at the end of the day, if you're not, a lot of artists are out and they're popping, but they're not likable. So that's a big part of it. The image itself might be moving and whatnot, but they're not likable people. Look, look at Takashi. Takashi's, Takashi's label loves him though, because behind the scenes, Takashi is a nice guy. Let's let's that's not what, get it twisted. That's what we kind of understand <laughs> now. Like this guy is actually someone that people fuck with. Yeah, let's not get it twisted. That nigga's the nigga the Chris Paul right now, fucking hip hop. When he <laughs> when he's behind closed doors, when he's with his label, and they probably tell him, yo, do this, he does it. Yeah. He he is on good terms with his label, and that's why the nigga got pushed as far as he got pushed. Right? But you got someone like Vic Mensa, who we're now seeing has some type of personality flaws, right? Who's probably bringing that shit to the label. And if I'm in the room with the nigga, I'm like, and I'm in charge of this nigga's PR, I'm sitting there like, nigga. 
He's the type of nigga, son, that you're trying to roll out your PR campaign. Nah, I don't fuck with that. Yeah, I don't like that, that shit. Don't like <laughs> that you know, shit. y'all fucking idiots yeah, for doing yeah, that. Like, y'all, y'all stupid for doing that. Like, you, do you see me doing shit like that? Shit, wow. <laughs> that's the type of shit that your brand man, your brand person is going to be like, okay. Uh, <laughs> all right, cool. <laughs> don't ignore that I did six hours into this shit. That's all a right. fact. All right, cool. That nigga sending an email right now to his, to future employees. Here's my resume. I'm getting the fuck up out of this deal. Not even that. They're just going to be like, okay, no problem. And your shit going to be high and dry. Shelved, nigga. It's, it's a matter of... And, and you know, I, I, I keep saying it from a while back. A lot of these new artists that are busting, and it's right. been happening for probably the last 10 years. A big part of this was artist development. You have to train. You have to train and develop your artist to know how to talk to people, how to address certain people. There's a way how you do certain things. If I don't like a presentation, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna disrespect your hard work. I'm gonna be like, you know what? I don't think that's the vision that I really wanted for it. But let's see how we can make it work. It's a matter of how you make people feel like your their time is being appreciated. And I, I think the difference is. <clears throat> Artists were going into the machine humble. Yeah. Mm. You were going into the industry humble and then, because you knew this A&R found me. They signed me. I don't want to mess this relationship up. Right. And the bread that I'm getting or the bread that was promised. Right. They might have dropped. It's about to change my life. You know, I'm going to sum it right up real quick. Artists like that are the artists that think their talent is going to overshadow. They think because they have the talent, it's going to overshadow everything else. Oh, you're going to fuck with me because I'm talented. And the social media age is taking the humility out of it. Oh, yeah, Because if I got a million followers on my own... Why should I be humble? Before that label got to me, all you're going to (laughs) do is take that money burden off me. I'm I'm not doing all this on my own now. That's how I'm... That's how a lot of these young casters think about right, it. Right, because they're like, the label didn't help me get these followers. And nigga, I helped me get these followers. I helped me get here. The label just going to give me some bread. That's the it. The label just going to give me bread so that I don't have to come out of pocket no That's more. That's it. And, but at the same time, they don't realize how much value that holds. Right. There's a reason. That's the reason why you signed to them in the first place. Right. So for me personally, I could have 10 million followers and the label is like, oh, we like him. We want to sign him. Okay, I ain't got to spend all this bread on the studio and shit no more. Y'all going to hook me up with better videos? Better this, better that? Right. Put me in a bigger marketing strategy? Right. What do I have to complain about? Nothing. You feel me? At the end of the day, if, if, you're, if you're A&R or their people are shopping you new beats, they're shopping everything for you, and you bring a marketing rollout, why would I complain about the marketing rollout? Right. Unless it's so bizarre to the point where I'm just like, nah, that's not me. Or at least let me, I'll be humble about the changes that I would like to see. But he doesn't seem like that type. And this is all speculation, but that's just the vibe that he gave off. Um, Another nigga that is in the news way too often, Kanye West. So Kanye Mm. Twitter. The Grapevine dropped an episode today. And for the episode, they said the, the... the tagline was, do we forgive Kanye West? Do we? So, do we? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I feel like you've been, you've been fell off the Kanye band. I think I'm starting to fall off now. I, I don't... I'm listen, trying to hold it in, but... I mean, a lot of people make good points about it. They were just like... They... Some people were like... They forgive, but they don't forget, or they don't forgive him because even with the mental illness, even with all of the things that 
he's done and all of the things um, like that he spoke about, mm-hmm. it doesn't, he's still the same person. So for instance, a lot of people say he was still the wild card back in the day when he, he told George Bush that he don't like black people. He was still the wild card with the Taylor Swift in- incident. Yeah. So he's still the wild card now. It's just that he's on the opposite side of the spectrum. Now he's doing wild shit that we, the people who propped him up, don't agree with. And that is the reason why we're upset with him. Um, but he's always been the same person. I mean, Kanye has always spoke spoke of himself in a high quantity. I think one thing I don't... I'm hoping deep... A part of me hopes that... I really do hope that the nigga has a, a grand scheme. I'm, I'm hoping that there's an uh, underlining strategy for all of the extra mm-hmm. shit he's doing that... One day we're gonna be like, oh, oh, that's why he was doing all this crazy shit. But he has not given us a straight answer. And every time he's asked it in some way, shape, or form, he's diverted the question and and went around the universe talking about right. he thinks of himself in a certain way. But I'm just like, you haven't given us a real reason as to why you're doing this. No one is gonna piss people off. Right. It's obvious you're gonna just you're not gonna your people aren't going to resonate or don't they're not going to see why you're reasoning for doing what you're doing is. I mean, I think the mistake that all of us are making is this belief that he is still genius and has this genius plan that makes sense maybe to him and we just don't get it yet right. or makes sense period and we're just not, you know, he just hasn't revealed the plan yet and not taking into account I, I I agree to some extent. These elements have always been there, but what they all what they all point at is something that has always been in Kanye's music, in his personality, regardless of if the mental illness has amplified it. But Kanye West has always been about him. Like it's always just been about I think I'm the greatest, and y'all niggas need to see that I'm the greatest. And because of that, I just think that all of this new shit is just amplifying it. Because now he's on the opposite side of the spectrum. Like now he's not in a place where we agree with him. And now we're just seeing how narcissistic he really is. Because this whole Trump situation, to me, this is all about him feeling validated to be next to what is considered the highest in the land. He called him a fucking superhero, bro. Yeah. What, called what, the nigga a superhero. I think what what bothers me about this Kanye situation the most is that he was so readily, he was ready to disrespect Obama. Facts. Like, yeah. Facts, facts, facts. Really facts. quick, he disrespected Over Michelle it. on several occasions. Yeah. And he never held, and I'm not saying that, yes, you know, you're going to worship Obama or anything like that, but why wouldn't you, Obama is clearly, was clearly, and even at the time, and even comparing time frames, Obama was clearly a better president. Facts. Hands down. Hands down. Given the situation he was put in, if Trump got handed the Bush situation, this country would have I been I don't think in many, a crisis right now. Many other presidents would have been able to handle that To situation. handle that going into it. It would have probably been worse because Trump would have just heightened and kept following and, that. And, and let's keep it real. That's not even the reason why Obama was elected. Facts. It wasn't. Obama it wasn't. was elected because we thought he was going to unite the country because of the message that he had. Mm-hmm. And yes, as soon as can. the nigga got elected... elected the crisis, the the market crash, and he had to handle that. 
He I'm did. pretty sure niggas wasn't thinking about Obama like, yo, he's going to be the most economic president yeah. ever. You know what I'm nah, saying? Like, I, of course not. And I think the the whole administration did a wonderful job. And I think now everybody on both sides of the spectrum knows that. But I don't see what Kanye is. And we also have to put it too that mental illness gets worse if it's not checked. Correct. Right. Right now it's not being checked. So a it's big, big part it's of being, this, being made fun of. You, he might have been falling off the bandwagon for quite some time. Facts. And it just never got checked. And I have a few people in my family that suffer mental illness on my mm. mom's side. And without that being checked, it gets worse. It gets worse. And, you know, being, being you know, what's the word I want to say? Being um, articulate has nothing to do with it. Mm. No. That has nothing. So people might be like, but he speaks so well. I there's a lot of crazy people out there that can speak better than me. I think I think that's another big mistake that we all make is that we believe that with mental illness, you have to just be incoherent or yeah, quote they think unquote, you're retarded or they associate these things to be the same thing and they're or, not. Yeah, or crazy or you can just point it out. And mental illness doesn't mean that at all. Yeah. You can be functioning and still have mental illness. Sure. There's probably at least five people at most people's jobs right now who suffer from some form of depression that you don't know that they're dealing with that mental illness because when you're around them, they smiling in your face. They're good. Everything is fine. Mm -hmm. But when they get behind closed doors, they battling with a pill bottle. They don't know if they're going down the joint or not. No. So a lot of people just think that Oh, because he's functioning mm -hmm. to some extent, that means that he knows what he's doing. To and he doesn't. He he's he's his mental illness has definitely intensified tenfold. Yeah, for sure. Like it's getting worse. He's starting to get to a point where he's a little incoherent. Where it's like he'll if you ask him a question that's quote unquote too hard for him, he'll say shit like "I'm sorry." my energy needs to be connected to this plant in order for me to answer this question correctly. And niggas think that he sounds, oh, he's talking about energies and, and that's... And, a, but and that's no, the, the niggas wild. That, that's some bullshit because we, why would we... Accept, if my son looked at me and told me some dumb shit like that, yeah. oh, nah, we, get, we gotta go see... We gotta go get that checked out. <laughs> right. I don't know why we're gonna accept it from an adult. If we wouldn't accept this type of behavior from a child, yeah. we shouldn't be accepting it from a grown-ass man. We're quicker to diagnose the kids anyway. So yeah, if, if any fuck? child, bro, any child tenor under looks at you and be like, I can't answer that question. I gotta connect with this dog really quick. <laughs> no, my <laughs> nigga. That's a problem. <laughs> yeah, I need, I we, need we gotta you to come with me. Yeah, I, I need I, your dumb I ass need, with facts, me. Bro. Are you insinuating that the dog knows what you're feeling? The dog not, don't not, know shit. Now, granted, <laughs> He's using the tag words because niggas right now are talking about energy and you can feel energy and energy is a real thing to some extent. For sure. But it's always about how people utilize it. And I think Kanye That dog ain't got no soul. Yeah, and Kanye's just been using taglines lately. I don't think he even feels that. You know what I'm saying? I think he's just using taglines because he knows it blurs the lines a little bit. He's using a lot of filibusters right now. He's just using a lot of fillings. I, I think that's what we've been saying too. Right. Like a big part of it is Mental illness has nothing to do with intelligence. Nope. You can still be very intelligent. That doesn't and mean just you're not, be suffering. You're not 
crazy. Like being crazy doesn't mean you you're incoherent, is what you said. Right, like right. you can be crazy and very, <laughs> very, very functional. Be very fine. functional. Be very, very functional. But however, it's not until you get into an in-depth conversation and you start to pluck away at the leaves and stuff, be like, oh, this 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 branch doesn't actually. Listen, we exist. function with somebody with people. I'm not even going not gonna say nothing further than that. Yeah. That has situations going on with them. And to the outside person that didn't know them, right? It those people fun. would be considered absolutely tip top shape. They're right. fine. The common man would be like, they're great. Yeah, they're amazing. <laughs> but when you sat there every day and saw certain situations arise and Play how out. they arose, and why is this person coming in crying? Why is this person angry? Why is this person cutting themselves? What's what's up with this, that, and the third? You start you start to realize that yo mental a, illness ain't just something you could pick out in the crowd like oh yep that nigga right there they're wearing a cross and they're yelling they're atheists like okay need, need to get I mean, that it, checked out it, it goes <laughs> it just goes to a point where you get that checked if, out. when you see it happen in person you're just like the switches are real you feel me like one day they're they're very 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 you know very upfront very detailed and the next day. They they lost their grip. Yeah, they're out of the sauce. They're all they're out of right. the sauce. So it's like, <laughs> and I think that's one of the big things. I think you know, as a society, we don't. I mean, a lot of people just aren't educated enough to understand to tell the differences. But listening to Kanye speak, if you watch the way he speak, you watch his characteristics. Ten years ago, he wasn't that bad. No, like you comparing even if you go back to Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy, Kanye compared that to right now. You're looking at almost a fraction of the person, and and he was breaking at that point. And he was already. He was already because that's when he went to Paris for like two years or some mm-hmm. shit like that. Didn't want to be bothered by nobody. Mm-hmm. And then he came back, and it was his vibe was off, but it was still like, I right, cool. That was also around the time where he took the joint from Taylor. Yeah, and, that was in the same time frame. Yeah, where we looked at him and said that was a bit much, but I understand where he was coming from. Now he was he's, also dealing. Very big, very bad depression at that time. He lost, he lost his mom the year before. Yeah, I mean, we 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 got to really take that into account. I know on the grapevine, some people was like, yo, I don't give a fuck. That's not an excuse for him to act the way he act, but that's a big loss. That's the person who kept him in check. That was Exactly. His not only did he lose the person who kept him in check, but he also lost his best friend. Right. Mm-hmm. So imagine losing your best friend and the person that guides you. All in the same instant. You don't, you don't know where to go. I don't, I'm a bit on the on the conspiracy side of it. Personally, I do right. feel like the industry tried to keep him in check with Kim by giving him kids and hope that that would be his new check mark. However, that didn't work out. That turned out bad. Word. So, and I was just watching a fucking sex tape last night with fucking Ray J and Kim. I was like, damn, son. This nigga. Damn, no, I really was. <laughs> oh, yo, Ray J going in on that. How, but to, but to, how we do it, Kanye? To end off on Kanye. I don't really know what his political end game is because at this point, I don't see an angle. I was looking at it and I was like, Republicans are not going to touch this nigga with a ten foot pole. No. And now the only the only people that would have probably championed him would have been Democrats, and Democrats will now not fuck with this nigga at all. That's no, nah, he's not stable enough to do it. He, so I nah, really, he don't have he don't have an M game with his the, 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 yeah it's the, like the, who the who does he think will pick him up and back him as a politician for this twenty 
24 run that he's talking about. Maybe one of these old niggas. I don't know. Because uh, they definitely was talking about... Uh, the only route left is independency. And, he don't and, got the bread for that. Yeah. Ain't nobody doing that. And the people aren't going to support him because it's not cheap to run a presidential campaign. No. The only niggas that, that still... Big on money. The, on the Kanye bandwagon right now are young niggas, Generation Z, and... Right, they not voting for this nigga. Half of them sick them damn selves. <laughs> True, popping pills. Better reach out to Big Sean and Cuddy and get the team back together and drop a project. This, this Good nigga. music, nigga, getting out our dreams, right? So midterm elections are coming up. Yup, mm-hmm. right after Black Solidarity Day. Thank you very much. Yes. So listen, November fifth. Oh, I need niggas to understand that voting during the midterms is super, this right here super is critical, important. Man. This right here is critical. Like yeah, this one in particular, <laughs> this one is definitely clutch. a clutch time. I don't give a fuck that niggas live in New York and we typically go blue. I, you know, it don't matter. We it, need the whole country to be on the same wave. We need the whole country. <laughs> Florida, get your shit. To, Let's talk about Texas, it. Texas, get your shit together. Let's talk about it. Texas is a big one to look out for. Um, I forgot the nigga name starts with a B. Um, going against Ted Cruz. Um, I don't know. That name. He has he has a real interesting name. It's almost like Baruto. <laughs> oh shit! Oh, oh, I forgot. Nigga said that's Naruto's brother and shit. That's crazy. Yeah, but O'Rourke. That thing is his last name. What the fuck? Beto O'Rourke. I think that yeah, that's 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 the name. That nigga's from Planet Namek. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but nah, that nigga look uh-huh. like he's a good presidential candidate. Okay. Um, he look like he got the fire. He got the juice. Oh, he got the juice. Um, so in Texas, he's going up against Ted Cruz. Ted Cruz is scared, running scared right now. Sheesh. I need my niggas in Texas to do what they do out there. Facts. Open y'all carry can, state. Let's go. Shoot y'all, y'all, facts. y'all can make some statements. A if, lot of noise too. If y'all switch that shit up, man. Clean. Yeah, if Texas um, goes blue, that would that would be that's, lovely. That's, Trump can't say nothing to that. Nah, Trump can't say nothing to like, that. Like we got a we got a state that went blue that's open carry. We blue got lives um, do matter. We got <laughs> Gilliam in the gubernatorial gubernatorial race in Florida. Um, and then he's going against DeSantis. That's the nigga who said, "Don't monkey this up." Wow. <laughs> so we need to wow. get him the fuck up yeah, out of here. Fuck up out of here. <laughs> It gotta get the fuck get, up. Get that it. nigga back in the cave. So what's um, up <laughs> in Netherlands? In the Himalayas. In the Himalayas of the Netherlands. Currently, Gilliam <laughs> is in front. I like that. Cur- currently, Gilliam is in front. That's right. And then we got another one to look out for in Georgia gubernatorial race. Um, and we have Stacey Abrams, Brian Kemp, and Ted Metz. Mm. So Stacey Abrams would be the first black woman to be governor of. Uh, Georgia, if she wins, so um, that that race is also very close. I think mm-hmm. Brian Kemp is in front, and Ted Metz is uh is like an independent. So he's kind of he has like four points. I think she has like forty three, and the other dude has like forty seven or some right. shit like that. So what happens though is if in Georgia. If nobody gets to 50%, mm-hmm. they do a runoff. So they do basically like a second election mm. um, and like a recount situation. So, um, and, and I, in Georgia, that's one of the states. In, in Georgia. Only in Georgia they do that? There's only a few states that do it. Um, Georgia's one of them. I don't know the other ones. Mm. But um, so that's looking like it could turn into something. I think when they do the runoff, mm. they, they exclude the independent. 
So oh, okay. it'll just be the it'll two of them. It'll just be the two of them. All yeah. Right. So um, my niggas in Georgia, you know what I mean? Do what y'all got to do. Right. Or need them Southern uh, chicks to come make a pop open for a real nigga, you know what I mean? Get these niggas out to yeah, vote. Let's Georgia go. Peach. I mean, they got to make it happen, man. This shit is so <laughs> instrumental. Right. Like, Let's go. I can't, even, I can't even stress how important it is to get out there and vote. Like this midterm election could decide a lot. How how this next this primary election is going to work out two years from now? Listen, another nigga from from the Supreme Court might might be saying they Ooh. they getting off soon, right? Yeah. And if <laughs> another conservative judge is put up there, that's I don't know. We're just looking at a different country. So I'm like I said, I consider myself independent. I just can't stand for certain things that the Republican Party is doing at this particular moment. There's some things the Republican Party stands for that I think are interesting concepts that I, I can see myself aligning with. But currently, I can't fuck with that party right now at this particular moment. Not mm. with the president that they have picked and not with the stances that they have taken when it comes to a lot of human rights and human activist stances uh, where they, it seems like they don't even want to listen to the word of people who feel like they're underprivileged and oppressed. Anybody who could stand with this nigga that killed Trayvon Martin, gotta oh, yeah, go. Yeah, Y'all gotta go. It's a wrap for that. Y'all gotta get the fuck up out of here. So I can't fuck with no niggas like that. Um, and then in this midterm election, we got niggas sending bombs to Hillary, Obama. So I was thinking about that all day. Robert De Niro, um, his office. How in the fuck? Is that even possible, bro? Like, I, I, I really need to know that because how do we have such a, a, a real close, tight? I mean, I used to work for FedEx, and I know how serious they were about packages. Mm -hmm. So I'm just trying to figure out, not to say too much, how in the fuck is that even going? Like, how is that possible? I mean, there's two ways. One is very <laughs> easy to get niggas' addresses these days okay. with the internet. I agree with that. I agree um, with that. But the other right. is it could be an inside situation. Now, if it's an inside situation, we talking conspiracy theory talks now. We talk. I mean, right. inside that's, could be that's, that's the what... intern that works at the Republican National, whatever, because it's only been sent to Democrats. So right now, I'm gonna go with the theory that this is a Trump supporter. So Robert De Niro is a Democrat because he definitely came at Trump. Yeah, he's he's. They all. Robert De Niro is definitely a Democrat. Right. He's either considers himself a Democrat or a progressive. Okay. So that typically means that he would vote Democratic because they're the more progressive party when it comes to moving certain laws and ideologies forward. Mm -hmm. And typically those laws revolve around human rights. So Robin De Niro is definitely one of those people that, you know, talks about about those situations, but those are the only two theories that I could think of. I don't know if you could come up with some other. I mean, I'm just trying to figure out because I'm like, this is happening two weeks before elections. What the fuck is going on? Well, this shit is going to fuck up the Republican Party. Well, this is going to fuck. Yeah, that's it's definitely yeah. This whole thing because now you riled up the Democrats. Yeah, y'all got this. I'm saying. Like, yeah. Oh, word. This makes it look. Like, this? Yeah, this makes it look like the Democrats is in like a much better standing right now. We didn't even get to the polls yet, but on this on, on the flip side, it's just like, but why now? Like, bro, we almost at the end of the year. What the fuck is going on? Like, what, what, what is the NYPD division on? Um, what is the name of this division? Uh, counter, uh, counterterrorism. What exactly are they looking for? Because they said 
these bombs were not bombs that were quote unquote bombs that were meant to self-destruct. So if they're not bombs to to supposedly self-destruct, then they were saying, oh, maybe the bomb wasn't constructed the, the right way. How the fuck we even really know if it was a bomb? I mean, they saying it's it's it's, it's like a bomb. It's like in, in a oh, in a pipe I mean, form. This how it was it it wasn't constructed. I didn't even see the shit yet. But a it's lot the of the way that they I what they really seen. I haven't watched. No, I've been watching ten ten. Like, I've been pipe listening bombs. to that. Okay, pipe, pipe bombs. bombs. Pipe okay. bombs need to be wired a certain type of way to explode when the package is opened up. Okay. So basically, is an explosive device within a, a pipe type shape. Okay. When it explodes, it causes it causes frat um. Pellets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shrapnel, shrapnel. It causes shrapnel. Mm-hmm. And the shrapnel goes into your body. So like when the Iron Man movie, right. when the nigga when the shit blew up and, right. and it was like, yo, it's seeping to your heart. Right. That's basically what happens with pipe bombs. Okay. So that was what happened, but apparently all of these bombs either on purpose weren't constructed to blow up or the nigga didn't know what he was doing. Either way, I feel like there's something else going on. I feel like we 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 slightly being distracted. That's how I feel. Cause that's crazy. Because shit, shit is coming. It's bro, like it's, November next week, bro. What the fuck? <laughs> I mean, the only thing that November's comes from this week, is so. you give you give the Democrats a bigger boost because you have now you have people riled up that people are going this far to keep Republicans in power, so it feels corrupt. Um, so I mean, if someone wants to go extreme conspiracy, they could say that a Democrat came up with this plot device to rally up the base, but I I highly doubt that that's what's going to come out. And It's, it's kind of scary, bro, because if this is what our government is coming to... Right. I mean, that that's the whole thing. The civility in, in politics seems to be out the window. This democracy is just bullshit. We need to go back to possibly uh, another way of, of governing the land. You're a buck. Democracy is... is, is as of now, until people can become more free thinkers, we don't have the power. We don't. We don't really know what's going on. But that's on. not democracy's fault. That's uh, that's partly the public's ignorance, not wanting to understand their government the way they should, not even understanding how to vote and how voting works. That's why right. a lot of people don't vote during midterms. Fifty-two percent of women voted for that nigga, bro. For, for fifty-two percent of white women. Fifty-two percent of white women. Voted for Trump? Yeah. When I, when I read that shit last week, I was like, yo, I don't know what's cooking. I mean, but that that holds the construct up. I I think that makes perfect sense. If you in a southern state where you've either been taught that the man is the head of the household or you're in some type of situation where your husband, you got to basically go through your husband to do a lot of different things, you're going to hold up that construct that says X, Y, and Z is how things are supposed to go. And Trump stands for that. So I think for those who are are aligned with the conservative viewpoint of how American life should be, they're, they're going to vote for Trump because they don't see what he's doing as an issue. I think it, we've been in the North very long, and we've also probably in our households have seen certain things and to understand progressive ideologies as well as we're black. So, you know, we've always been seeing inequality and want to see equality. When you're privileged and not in the sense that you may not be poor or whatever, but when you're in a situation where you've always been seen as a first citizen and then you've probably been taught in some way, shape or form that Mexicans are below you, blacks are below you, 
whatever have you, or you don't see them often. And when you do see them, you're told that they rob or that's all you see on TV, right? You're you're going to try and control that that narrative and keep yourself in this light of, well, at least I'm better than that. Hmm. And and I think that's where we're at with, with things where if I'm a white person, I'm going to vote for Trump because he's selling, like, like they say a lot, he has a dog whistle. With what he says, he likes to put in little snippets of of other things right. where people understand that. People understand right. what, you know, oh, the caravan is coming. They know what that means. Right. I think, though, I, like, like, going, like, I've definitely, I fell back a lot from it because I've kind of settled into a different space. But when I was first, I want to say, becoming very politically inclined, in order for me to really stay in tune with the conversation... I would literally go to a whole bunch of like very like thought provoking uh, uh, venues or open mics where we were actively having a conversation around how to you know make these improvements to our mm-hmm. nation to our government and I kind of like just fell back from it because I, I realized that the more and more you talk about us as a people or us as a nation trying to come together or try to build something because there's so many different you know. Idol, you know, idealistic views and, you know, different political standpoints. It's hard for everybody to come together because, to be very honest, we still don't even know. Like, I read a quote and I'm going to say it on here. We still don't even know what being white really means. Like, that whole that whole structure comes with something that we're still, a lot of us is still trying to make up for what the fuck happened to our ancestors. And a lot of us ain't going to get it right. Because we so far behind. It's like, even though we've come so far, bro, we still got possibly another uh, a lifetime of being a black, like like what a black person is on the face of this planet to, to, to really make a significant amount of change. I mean, last week we talked about the whole global warming situation. A lot of these things that we talk about, that we talk about on the, the podcast that deal with the structure that's bigger than our own, we're going to have to get out of an ignorant state of mind to, to truly come together to do something about it. So we could talk about it. We could talk about how we could possibly try to change it or try to, you know, make it better. But are we really actively doing anything to pursue what we're talking about? No. There's not enough, enough, there's not enough of us to do it. And there's not enough of us in power to do it. And there's not it's, enough of us to get opportunity to do it. So at the end of the day, we could try, but... I for me, I mean everybody has their own principle right. on it, but for me personally, the only way we can fix this is by setting it up that are the generations behind us. That's a fact, yeah. Because we, yeah, we're we're cooked. We at this point, there's yeah. nothing. All we can do is right. A we few cook of like us, this fucking fly. I'm about to kill. Yeah, there's, there's a few of us who might get the opportunity to live comfortably. And make something of our lives, but, but yeah, the majority the re- of us not. The ma- majority of nah. us won't, and a lot of us aren't setting ourselves up to pass something on to the generation I think, behind us. I think that I think that piece is where I could I could join you guys on that because I just feel like a lot of us unfortunately have fed into the narrative that has been given to us, where a lot of us continue to perpetuate poverty within our lineage like we we deal with people like that every day where you try to show them there is a different path you don't have to be in the same spot that you came from and through all of our efforts a lot of times because it's comfortable people will continue to go down the path of being 
in that impoverished state and what what comes yeah. with that right. like living in the in the hood all their life and they have the opportunity they literally have niggas begging them to make a different choice and yeah. what do they do at the end of the day Still Don't do shit. the hitch, hood shit, but and, you and, have, mm. but you have examples every single day of people in your age group that's doing shit that you could be doing, you could be doing better, but instead you want to play the block. Like it's mad niggas where I'm at, niggas that I grew up with. I still see niggas every day at the same fucking corner store. Every day I'm like, yo, my nigga, you could be doing something other, but you. I'm gonna tell what you though, bro, if they at hey. your age already, bro, they already done. Yeah, that's. And I'm gonna tell that you that pattern the, starts at like 16, 17, 18. You know what the big problem is, bro? Wild. And I'm gonna tell you what. What are one of the biggest issues I see amongst our young black men mm-hmm. that that bothers me a little bit, and I'm going to contradict myself to a small extent because I'm also in the music industry and I'm also part of this entertaining industry. And this is what I love to do. Right. However, a lot of us aren't being fed the information that there's other ways to get rich and there's other ways to become wealthy. Mm-hmm. You just have to be willing to work for it. And there's it. other ways to be famous. Yeah, and there's yeah. other ways to yeah, be yeah, famous. Yeah, there's so many different outlets. Because because of- let me let me tell... I'm, I'm sorry to cut you off, but mm. let me get this out real quick. Let me tell you what the biggest thing that the hood nigga wants. You've been oppressed all your life as a hood nigga. Right. You've been Facts. oppressed monetarily. You most likely been oppressed by race. You most likely been oppressed and, and feel like nothing maybe in the household. So the biggest drug for a hood nigga is fame. Because notoriety is what Facts. most hood niggas want. That's For, it. The money and the money, all that shit is cool. Right. They want that too. Yeah. But they want niggas to know who they are because all their life they've been they've been looked at as nothing. Right. They you come from the hood, oh you ain't worth nothing. The the chicks that they want ain't looking at them because right. they want a nigga that got money. They don't got no money. The the fucking job that they want that's gonna pay them. 100K ain't looking at them because they ain't get the education. Like, the biggest drug for a hood nigga, and that's why you see these niggas wilding out when they do go into entertainment and get the money and get the fame and everybody knows who they Ooh. are and they don't know how to act. I mean, a big part of it, and I, I was it's funny, bro, because the other day I was having a conversation with my wife and I, with, with Tiff, and I was telling her, I was just like, it's funny how me personally, how, how much I've grown over the years because... And I, if for the first time, it dawned it's on fact, me. Fact, nigga, you eating good over there, boy. I, I still ain't really eating good yet. I'm still, <laughs> I'm still, I'm still collecting crumbs off the ground. Shit. But what I'm gonna say is that um, it dawned on me that this is the reason why a lot of these boys they grow up and they it's it's not even just them; it's previous generations before us even. Mm. Because what happens is when you're so used to having little to nothing, if you're so used to surviving on a hundred dollars. And you're used to making that work. You're always used to going down to nil. You're always used to, I only got $5 left. Mm. I'm going to make this $5 work. How would you know how to money? How would you? You would think because that's what you're so used to, you would think that when you get more money, you learn how to manage it how do you manage a million dollars from $100? Exactly. Now, when you get to that point, you're going to feel like you always have to spend because you always have money. Right. You're the, the concept of not having money is not, not there no more. So now, when you done bought everything you need, you got three grand left, or you got 10 grand left, how can I spend this money? And it's subconsciously you telling yourself, I need to spend this money because I have enough. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it, go, it sounds so nonchalant, but unless you've been in that predicament, you don't actually know how to deal with it. Because if you're so used to going broke, and now you're not going broke, 
I have money to spend. Oh, and you got, got nobody teaching you, you that no, yo to invest. You to, got a million dollars, but that a million dollars ain't shit. But that's the problem. It's there's nobody teaching them that it wasn't taught in previous. So your mama ain't taught you. Your mom so don't she, know what to do with so that. So she's just like, you got a million. What if we buy this? Or you did you have already had the concept that if I have a million, I could spend five hundred. I'm gonna think because about, I have a million. I'm gonna think about all the shit I never got, and I'm about to go stupid. It's with not it. even that. It's being taught the principle that if you only had a hundred, mm-hmm. you would spend forty or fifty because you tell yourself I can make the sixty stretch, right? I can make the seventy stretch, right? So no, as a millionaire, if you have ten grand, you're going to go buy a five thousand dollar chain because in your mind, I still got five grand left. Mm-hmm. I could stretch the five grand, right, right, right. And then when you have five grand left, you're going to tell yourself I'm going to go buy this Balenciaga that's twelve hundred dollars because I'm going to have thirty eight hundred left. Right. Mm-hmm. That's the whole concept of how their money spending gets done. Mm. So you have these little boys who come into money for the first time and they want to buy a $30,000 watch right. and only got a hundred grand in the bank because and no house, no nothing. Mm. Because in their minds, I still have 70 left. Right. I could pay my rent. I could do this. I could do that. Not thinking of how I'm going to make the next set of money. You feel me? And that's the problem. That's the fact. That's what's happening with our with our with our entire up. black culture. Yeah, we're people who come from having little to nothing. So the minute we come into right. a little bit of money, we have to have we have too much money now. We don't know what to mm, do with it. We have to have a conversation about money, financial the, liter- the financial, financial literacy, literacy is, is the problem is with our culture. Hood, See, the, the thing is, that this, shit is lacking, what, bro. What happens though is with these financial literacy situations is they end up as a class mm-hmm. or a program or a little three-week session. Mm-hmm. Financial literacy is a lifestyle. It is. It yeah. has to be. Financial literacy comes from me raising my child to a know that type of way. the money you have isn't relevant. The and, money you build is what's relevant. And it, and you teach, if you teach him to live a certain type of way with the money, he will, he or she will understand it differently from a person who has never been taught that. Yeah. And I think that's that's the big difference. Three of us have all been taught how to spend money differently. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We've all been taught how to spend money And differently. I'm getting so much better. Thank you all. <laughs> but that ass. Let, so let's talk Fuck, about that a bro. little bit. The, oh, my the God. The reason why is partly because you're around niggas that, that have a different lifestyle of money. Right. Right. Y'all niggas got a different lifestyle of money. Correct. Listen, I ain't great, bro. Like, I've <laughs> right. recently come right. to... I'm, I'm, be- was, I'm getting better now. I was that person that would go broke. I was the type of dude that would go broke and be like, I'm going to make it back later on. Now I'm just like, I can't go broke because if I go broke, then I have still have responsibilities. Right. And I can't depend on... Well, if I go broke... Tomorrow's not guaranteed. You're a bit different because you got kids. Two Even other- without kids, you, you can't... You got to think now that tomorrow is not guaranteed. Right. True. I'm not... I'm not... Even with the job, it's not... I might have the job and then get this paycheck Friday and be told I'm being let go. And now all of a sudden, all I have is that paycheck. Or... Or the systems might get fucked up and they talking about, oh, your check ain't come in this Facts. week. Then what? That definitely happened when I used to work for the company. It definitely happened before. I've Def- seen it happen. Definitely got a uh, definitely got a phone call like, hey, your check's not going to make it, but do you need anything for the weekend until you until we can process it for next week Tuesday? And I always said the moment that shit <laughs> happened while I'm working, I ain't coming to work, nigga. <laughs> That's what a fact. What are you talking about? <laughs> 
Listen, yo, <laughs> real <laughs> shit. We're, we're living a postpaid world. We live in a postpaid world. We do. So we get paid for the efforts we put in after. But yeah, yeah, no, we get paid for the efforts we put in before we see the paycheck. So we we might work the first uh, two weeks, and then in the third week of that month, we're getting that paycheck. Yeah, it's postpaid. Right. Yeah. So if we so, all right. So this is my stance on that. So you'll see the average nigga get a job and he feels like that job he he don't want to do it because he doesn't want to quote unquote follow the rules so he'll he'll either leave that job or he'll get fired and then he'll go to the streets now niggas might look at him like oh he he's on a path of self-destruction well meanwhile the streets could probably teach him about money and the money that he needs to make or the 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 type of lifestyle that he he could and should be living versus that regular nine to five he throws well, let's talk let's talk about too. let's talk about street money because let's talk about that we we know a lot of hood niggas my brother my brother is one of them definitely a, a street dude and my brother was one you know what i mean oldest brother but right street money the problem with street money right is that it's not longevity money that, i was gonna say so we know a shorty that is addicted to street money because okay. she's only had jobs where it was, it basically, it followed the premise of taking people who I feel are underprivileged, mm-hmm. giving them a job, and giving them that street money hustle mentality so they feel comfortable with it. Okay. Street money is just equivalent to fast money. And all is all it teaches you is that immediate gratification. And that's why shit like boosting mm-hmm. and, and shit like scamming is at an all-time high. Is because of that immediate gratification. It's still not teaching you the right principles of finances. Right. What you're supposed to do with money when you get it. It's teaching you, you can get a large amount of money really quickly. Mm-hmm. So that means you can spend a large amount of money. And then, again, it's street money. It's fast money. You can't hold street money. That shit has to go. And, that, right. the next, and that, that's one of my next problems with that because I'm just like, you're getting the big money. You're not even buying things that you could flip the money on. You're getting the street money and you want to go buy Jordans. You want to go buy this. You want to go buy clothes. You want to go buy regular shit instead of, I ain't even want to endorse it, but instead of buying, getting the street money, buy a camera, flip the camera, get the cash, take the cash, put it in the bank, and then use your money a different way. No, you're going to take the money, go buy a Balenciaga, go buy a watch, go buy this, that go buy wearing. that. That's you're wearing. That's your wearing right now. <laughs> you're not giving that away. Giving that, so you're going to make, you're going to scam five grand and then show up to school or show up to work or show up to the club fly as fuck get it dirty then you can't do nothing with it right that's a fact you can't even use it to flip it and make money off of you're not even a drug dealer at that point you're dumber than a drug dealer right at least a drug dealer is buying these things to flip it for, to make a profit to make money to me you're even slower yeah and and that's the problem with this, this street money lifestyle is it it only perpetuates these same negative financial situations and and sometimes once you become a distro, when you get to that level, when you have to now take a large amount of product and spread it a certain type of way to get the money to come back to you, Mm-mm-mm. that's why you got niggas like a Jay-Z who ended up becoming a great businessman business, yep. because you got 50. to the level. Yeah, you, they got to the level of distro. You're not, yes. you're not doing that over the street run of money nah. if we're keeping it a stat. Because that only is perpetuating the same thing of get the money quick, spend it fast. Get the money quick, spend it fast. When you get it to be a distro, you sit in there with pounds and pounds of coke, <laughs> and you can't push that yourself. No, so you got to bring in people, and what you do is you sell them at a cost, 
Look, I'm gonna give it to you on co- uh, on consignment. Right. You get it for this price. You give me back this amount of money off of it. You should be making that amount in profit. So if I'm gonna give it to you, I'm gonna give it to you right now. Here, hold that. I need 18 back. You're now your mindset make, is different in mind, how you're yep. thinking about money. Yep. Because now you're thinking I got 10 dudes who are gonna bring me back 18. These niggas is probably gonna make 28 off it. They make day 10. After two, three runs, they don't. They now they could pay me up front. I ain't got to give consignment no and more. And I, I got to go back to the nigga that, that's my connect, and I got to give them a certain amount of money. Yep. So what's my cut to keep so that I'm good on my pockets? Yep. And how much can I buy next time? I'm going to try and buy more yep. because this, that. You're thinking the about money differently. Yeah, the, the concept of the money is different. And that's how you run a business. And, that, and that's <laughs> how you get to that, You start to look at it like, yeah. well, I could do this shit legit. Yeah. I could do this with t-shirts. Yep. I could do this with this, that, and a third. And that's how niggas take and that like, drug mentality and flip it. And flip it. They take the money, invest it the right way. And the easiest way is in music because mu- selling music is very similar to selling a product that is worth nothing if you really think about if it. Drugs really aren't really it, worth anything. Nah, it, it depends on the sole fact that people want to use it. Exactly. <laughs> and music is the same, same thing. thing. It depends on the sole fact that someone wants to listen to your song. Exactly. So at the end of the day, is knowing where your worth is and knowing how to make your make it worth your time. And, it, and, and I think at the end of the day, like coming back to the main topic, listen, black people, put some shit aside for your kids. Try to show them that the world Bro. is bigger than just these Jordans. Bro. You're going to live with these Spider-Man sneakers, my nigga. I'm going to take the extra Brit and put it into your bank account or save it for you because when you turn 21, I'm going to give you a head start out of that. Right. That's the biggest difference we could... The biggest gift I could give my son is giving him a head start in life. That's a fact. Giving him a head start of saying, you ain't never got to worry about... You're 21 now, I could Bro. give you... I got it right here for you, mm. Flo. Create an LLC for your kids when they're in high school. File taxes on it for four years. Start business history. Pay them on the business payroll check. Set their salary. Get get a business credit card. Make them an authorized signer. Establish business credit. That's a graduation gift. It's time to break the cycle. That's an excellent. Yeah, that's an excellent. Thing. I, I, yeah. I'm, I'm yo. It's setting. It's setting, bro. This is why the fucking. This is why. Although uh, you know, I've been having situations with y'all know who. This is why I go the fucking way I go in terms of how I'm running my shit because I'm trying to set something up for my kids. This ain't for me. This ain't for this. This is for the legacy that's going to come after me so that they could say, yo, dad put a system in place. I got a choice. I could take this shit for, for what it is and then re- return it or rebrand it into whatever the fuck I want. But at least he left me something. He just ain't leave me like, oh, there's no money for you when it's time to go to college. There's no breath for you if you want to go to a vocational school or if you want to go study abroad. He did his he did his part. I'm gonna do mine. Even if even if it's not from a business perspective, bro. If your child gets out of college, right, and you're like, yo, you're out of college. I'm gonna pay your first year worth of rent. Just go and work. Yeah, yo, just go and work. That, yo, I'm that's give beautiful, you a car bro. And your first year rent is paid. Yo, that's... you know what a head start you're giving that little boy to that, stack, that, that little nigga, bro, or your or your daughter's to stack. Just work for a year to build your money. Don't do nothing. Just just, just work. work. Just work. Right. Just work. Just work. Get your rent right. paid. Yep. At the end of this year, you have 10, 15 grand saved up. Right. Save. Your your money. That you Even if you're going out balling every, every fucking, fucking weekend. Right. Weekend, you, should you should have something. Be saving $1,000 a month. Yeah. That's a great idea, D-Flo. That's a great idea. And you're teaching them how to be responsible because they're on your own already. 
So you right. still got to figure out these groceries. You still got to figure out these bills. But to me, that's the biggest head start you could give your child. That's a fact. And leaving them with an asset. Being like, hey, the house is there. Yeah. Clean. It's there. Do what you got to do. Think, I think if we're talking about what responsibilities for parents are at the end of the day, I think that those are like two things that make sense. Leaving your children with at least one asset and being able to help them in whatever shape or form yeah. when you know not everybody's going to make enough money to be able to do that although i think that that's really that that's like the pinnacle that's what you want to be able to do yeah, a head start some something type of head some start. type of head start whether it's a car you get them a a, a, a hoopty yeah you know something that gives them a little bit of of a, a start in life where they can compete to some extent. Yeah, and not Jordan's being, ain't it. Jordan's ain't it. That ain't it. Right. Keeping them fly is I goddamn. <laughs> Keeping them fly is not it. Keeping I'm gonna them fly, distort. It's un- not it. Unless you plan on making that nigga a model and that shit working out, that ain't that it, Chief. Been wonderful. <laughs> Keeping that little nigga fly is you, my nigga, ain't gonna do it, boy. It's not gonna do it. It's not. It's all that all that he's gonna appreciate now is that every time he needs a new pair of Jordans. That's all he's going to equivalent that to. I need to be fly. And then when he gets older, you want to realize why he has such a hard time budgeting money is because from the time he's young, he's been taught that he always has to spend his money he on clothes. The, the, exactly. The latest shit. I got to have the latest shit. I got to look the, the flyest. I, gotta, right. I don't even understand why they don't see the simplicity in it. If he only knows that he has to dress. If from the time he's five years old, he's always dressed a certain way. Do you think when he turns 21, he's going to think differently? And let's go back to the notoriety thing. If the only thing you're being noticed for is, yo, boy, you look fly. You look fly. Then that's that, all he's going to care That's, that's all, all he cares care about because he's getting the notoriety. He's that. getting the attention that he wants. Not because he's smart. Not because he's doing well in school. Not because of money because nobody knows how to deal with that. But because he looks fly. Yeah. And then we sit here and we wonder why... When we see Bill Gates or we see one of these, you know, or Bloomberg or one of them today, why he wearing that? Why he got a Casio watch on? Why he this? Because he that was never a relevant thing for him. Never. Don't mean shit. Don't mean nada. What makes a difference is that the nigga could hop on a helicopter and vacate in Belize That's the on his private island where niggas can't even go near that shit. That's the Facts. shit I'm talking about. Facts. Or have a fucking yacht. With his own helicopter on it. He probably got all them toys that he want on them shits. You'll never see You will never see. But you wondering why he wear a Casio watch? Are you wondering why not? This, why this, why that? Okay. That's what you're worried about. And then we got to deal with situations like uh, the young, the black youngster. Black youngster. Another interesting one. You want to set that up, D? Yeah, I mean, I remember this shit a few... I mean, I, I remember seeing a video... Because he posted a video about it. Oh, he did? Yeah. I saw this video months ago, actually. Black Youngster had uh, went to the bank and he made like a, a huge withdrawal. I think he was driving around and then he got pulled over. And they was just like, yo, where you get all this money from? And he was like, yo, this is my money. I think he got arrested a, at the a, bank. This is a recent one, bro. Oh, di- oh, this is a new one? This is a new one. He went to the bank. Bro, I think this is the second time this happened. He went yeah. to Wells Fargo's. Yeah. And he pulled out two hundred grand, right? Because he wanted cash. to buy a Benz, okay. cash. And right. they fucked him up, and they pulled up on him outside of the bank. The bank manager called the police on him. Now the bank manager claims he didn't call the police. So how the police get there? Right. 
And then when the police got there, they roughed him up. It wasn't like a regular arrest. Punch oh. going to his head, bro. The guns, guns is pointing to his head. Wait, they put a gun to the nigga head, bro. So they what? Oh the, nah, what he, the got, claim, he got to press charges. The claim is that there's a, there was apparently a suspect going around giving um, banks fraudulent checks. So what did he give them to get his money? His bank card, correct? He, he gave them a check. Oh, he gave them a check. He oh. cashed the check. Oh, for a check that he got. Oh shit! Okay, and apparently there the check was, was a, written in his name. Yeah, there was a suspect. Okay, going around giving fraudulent checks. Right, he did not fit the description of the subject. Right, so they he gives in a check. Manager claims he didn't uh, call uh, the police on him, but somebody had to call the police on him. But it was authorized that once. So he gave them a two hundred thousand dollars check. The check clears. Yeah, and then he gets the money because First he didn't all, because 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 he didn't put. That money in his bank account because it would have took longer for that to clear. Instead, he went to the teller and then he got the money out and they they, they went into the vault, all of that. And this whole time, nobody said, "Yo, let's kind of like let's kind of hold off on this." I'm gonna just clarify this real quick because all that shit. Black man always got an issue taking out his own bread. As 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 niggas, if you've cashed a large check before, I have. So (laughs) I have. It's called a personal check. Will not clear. They would not cash that immediately. That will not. That's not right. Happening. If that was a personal check, right? If it was a personal, but it check. wasn't. If it's a cashier's check, that means that's it's a check in cash form. It's already been cleared. The money mm-hmm. is not in that other person's account anymore. Right. It's already the the value of that check right. is in the. If it's a certified ca- check, that shit's already there. The certified right. check states that it's coming from a company, though. Okay. So we get what we get in our payrolls is certified checks. Mm-hmm. Right. A cashier's check is you going to the bank. And saying I want to put this this form of cash in, in the niggas. form of a check, right? It's actual just cash in check form, right? So you could cash a for a a cashier's check immediately because it's check it's it's, it's valid to be cash. Right. With a certified check, it still has to show that the company has cleared that money already, right? The company the company has that money accounted for, exactly. Gotcha. So if the money doesn't have the money, it, you can't cash. A certified check if the if the money didn't clear from the from the from the from the company. So already. what check? What check do you think he has? Most likely a cashier's check. That's the only way he would two hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, that, that's a all, lot of money. You at don't once. get two hundred thousand dollars in fifteen minutes. You can't walk in the bank in fifteen minutes and be like, "I'm gonna cash this two hundred thousand dollars check and walk the fuck out." No, right. That t- that's he was in that bank for at least an hour. They're probably questioning why do you want to pull out so much cash. Are you sure you don't want to put something in your bank account? You have to probably sign they a They probably form. already saw his bank account and was like, this nigga got bread. Because that money that he got was for him. He buying, he buying, we, you say he's buying a Benz or a Bentley? He was trying to buy a car. I don't know the car. I think. That's, that's play money for him. That's play money. That's he, about, he about to spend the whole Listen. shit on a one car, nigga? Listen, the, the, the other piece of the story is right. to save face, they closed his account and tried to erase his records. Oh, oh shit. nah, bro. Okay, all right. We talking about a whole nother yeah, situation. This, this is different. This shit, yeah. This shit this got. This shit got. Different. Yeah. This shit. This shit got deep now. Now we got. Now I'm looking at it as well. On what grounds? I came to you. I do business with your bank. How you gonna fuck you gonna close my? Account? How you gonna close my account? I, I'm a good client. They, obviously, they tried to close. They they closed it. Based off of this is a whole lawsuit here. Oh, not bro. Oh, yeah, he, somebody, he's 
gonna make some. Money he's about to make this. some stupid. I don't because know if they're thinking straight. I think somebody actually called the cops on him from that bank. It's an inside thing. Somebody on the inside. So did it. It, to to avoid it, they tried to make it seem like he didn't have an account there from jump. Wow. Oh shit. And I'm like, that's stupid because the only way he would cash a check there is if he it's had an account. There's no way you can go into a bank and say I'm gonna cash this and you're not a member of the bank. You, you got, can, but they'll take they fees. Can, but they'll take a fee. Oh, they're gonna take a fee. And they're not gonna cash two hundred grand. Yeah, they're not gonna cash a two hundred okay. grand. They, you have to open an account at right. that point. You know what I'm saying? So two hundred thousand dollars. Banks don't even have two hundred thousand dollars like that sitting around. Sitting like, around. A lot of times they had to gotta, go in the system and move some it, shit around. For yeah, them. not even that. If you're going to a regular small branch, they won't have two hundred. Well, grand yeah, there. you're right. We you you said Wells Fargo. That's a different type of bank. And there's not a lot of those. So True. it's most likely one of the main branches. That's why they had that much cash on That's hand. why he knew where to go. He probably did this shit before, but not so much bread. And how long How long has he been a, a client of Wells Fargo? Do, well, do let, let's start from the jump. Okay. Trying to cash $200,000 is a stupid move. I'm just, uh, it is. I, I think it is. It is it's, I, I, I definitely think that's a dumbass move. It's a, it's a bit of a dumb move. By yourself too? Yeah, I think that's not. Dumb. It don't matter if you buy yourself or whatever. It just, it's just having that... Amount a lot of cash on you. I mean, it's a smart move if you're trying to buy the car outright like that. So instead of putting it on on finance or whatever right. and dealing with the cards and limits on cards and you swipe the card and it's saying decline, it's smart in that capacity of it. But on the other end of it, trying to go to a bank to get that large amount of money, mm-hmm. it just it it's a red flag for most banks. Right. It will it will be something that most banks. We'll be like, what the fuck is going on? Now, that does not excuse the dumb fuck shit that they did. Because they on another level with right. their shit. Like, the whole calling the cops and all of that and then trying to close his account. I mean, the cops roughing them up is a little wild, too. That's a little uncalled for. But it's regular. It's a black... Yeah, I'd be like, It's a black man with money. That's why I, I really like... But black youngster look like a hoodlum. So, you I mean, see this hood nigga with... 200 or or looking like money looking and they saying that he frauded the money out and cops on go already they already got oh fraud fraud suspect in the bank they they ready they shit is probably they holding the trigger when they pull up you know most action in them seen all day yeah them niggas most action they seen all year that's why I, i don't like i can't son them niggas be bored. <laughs> they are, bro. A lot of times, son, you see they be doing shit, bro. That's the most action and unseen like, the whole week, the whole day. They just looking for that little bit of thing to get their blood. Bro, going. I'll never forget the time I was in LA and those cops were cool. You know, like I'm not I'm not discrediting them. They were cool, most of them. But the way they pulled up on us and we clearly were shooting a music video, bro. One of us could have lost our life that day because the niggas all had guns, niggas had shotties out. Niggas had handguns out, running up. All it took was one nigga to trip and and, and hit the trigger, and one of us might have been shot. Mm-hmm. All because we shooting a music video. Instead of one nigga coming up and being like, yo, what are y'all doing? That's all it really would have took. Yo, what are y'all doing? Y'all shooting a video? All right, y'all can't shoot here. That would have been it. One nigga could have came up. Two niggas if they was afraid like for a nigga to not get jumped or something like that. Yo, what are y'all niggas doing? So, um, sidebar, breaking news. The Time Warner Cable Building has officially been evacuated as of right now. Oh, another bomb? According to this article on Facebook, yeah. Another bomb threat. The whole entire building has been evacuated. Yeah, shit crazy. Yo. It's kind of wild. Yo, you called it, Flo. Yo, my God. It's getting a little bit wild. That's all I'm going to say. 
It's getting a little bit I was wild. talking about some lighter shit. <laughs> Rondo and Chris Paul. Yo, funny. First, first, <laughs> first of all, I watched a lot of um, videos. Footage? You, yeah. You, you went to the footage. Bro, I went, I, I, so I went to the footage, and then I did back, back research on why niggas in the NBA don't like Chris Paul. Didn't know he was the president of the NBA's uh, something association. Yes, he was. So, so because of players the, association, yeah, players association. So because of the position that he put himself in, he had to play politics all right. the time. Kenny Martin did a whole segment on a nigga. It was basically like niggas don't like him because they think he's a politician in the locker room. He be trying. He be, he be saying certain shit, and he's cool with all of the major people who are kind of really in the NBA on the corporate level and flipping he, it right and and right. So. Um, he said that's why a lot of niggas don't like Chris Paul. He was like, now, um, I was watching um Shannon and and Skip and, and Skip talk about him. Shannon, for me, put a lot of shit in perspective. Number one, I learned this as a little kid, and I know um y'all could attest to it and probably got your own stories. I've never in my life seen anybody I know spit in a nigga face and a nigga don't do some shit where he's trying to kill you. Even That's if it's a, a little, even if it's a suspect, it don't matter. Nigga, you in a nigga face. Shannon's thing was his grandmother told him, if somebody has the audacity to spit in your face, they saying that you worse than the ground. You don't spit nobody's face. You spit on the ground. They basically saying that you worse than the fucking ground that nigga spit on. So if I got to spit in your face, nigga, your face is worse than the ground nigga spit and piss on and shit on. So when I heard him put that in, I was like, yo, how many people have really, 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 really either gotten killed over doing shit like that versus just little words. If a nigga didn't allow words to get to him, because I feel like everything was cool until um, e even when Chris Paul was pointing his finger in Rondo's face, it wasn't until you saw that little speck come out the nigga's side and the, the, um, the, the picture they were painting was he was fixing his mouthpiece. I'm like nah, nigga. I didn't. I didn't see who no spit, spit bro. Who, who spit in the who? Rondo spit in Chris Paul's face. Allegedly, because I didn't see no spit. I saw a spit, bro. I saw a lot of footage last night, bro. I was watching. I, I watched I was, that shit too, bro. bro. I was watching that shit religiously. bro. I ain't seen not one lick of spit. I seen Chris Paul take his finger and mush Rondo right. in the face, and then I saw a hand come and and, and beep him from from the videos I saw. Chris Paul knew that doing this was already a technical, and he was gonna get suspended. That, for that. was that's where it all started, I, I, and I didn't know that. I didn't know that. I th from from all of the, right. the reports, it right. seemed like Rondo spit at him, and then Chris Paul got at him. Right. But when I watched the footage, Chris Paul established contact first. Yeah, Chris yeah. Paul he mushed did, the nigga. He did, he did, he did, I was like, yo. And it wasn't just the finger. He mushed yeah, him. Yeah, he mushed the nigga. And, so, and yeah, Rondo felt threatened. Rondo says he didn't spit. Nah, Rondo spit, son. He spit, bro. I'll mm -hmm. send you the footage I yeah, saw. Yeah, you got to show me that because I looked at like three different angles. They slowed no it spit. down. I saw different angles. They zoomed in. The video I saw, they put the circle shit there, like the mark. So I looked, I was like, yo. And it wasn't like a hurt. It was just more... It was very fast. Now, this is it the- It might have been him just spitting out the mouthpiece, though. No, they said he was fixing his mouthpiece to spit. Like, he like he chucked it up a little bit to get the spit out so it doesn't, like, go into it, I guess. But what I'm getting at is they said that the the rules for the NBA changed drastically with the Ron Artesha, which we all know. I mean, we I, I feel like I was watching that game when that shit happened. I definitely saw that Niggas game. Niggas was shocked when that- Like, I couldn't believe that. And, you know, then he changed his name and he couldn't play. I think he was, for the whole season, he was out. That was, that was it for the nigga. So, 
they some of the some of the sports uh um um uh channels were saying that the NBA needed this because we haven't had a a, a big fight situation like this in a minute. Some people are blaming LeBron. Um, some people are also blaming who's the nigga that pushed um Harding. They said he's the nigga that tipped everything off. Ingram. Ingram, Ingram no, nah, he he shoved that nigga very he hard, was bro. Wilding. For he no was reason, wilding. bro. He was upset. Right, he was, but he my felt nigga, like, he felt like Harding. You almost broke that nigga back. That nigga moved when you pushed him. Like Harden is notorious for doing that, though. So really, yeah, hard because Harden did the whole. Yeah, well, but he whenever, always does that bullshit. Whenever, whenever he gets fouled, he pushes a nigga off, and makes it seem like he's getting flopped. And then a lot of niggas get frustrated because they get called for these fouls, and Harden is not being fouled. Like a lot of times, this nigga's just tapped, and he's there's a, a foul call because he knows how to contort his body. To make it look like some violent action happened to him. Mm. So I think that's why a lot of niggas get... I think Ingram was totally wrong. Because the nigga pushed the shit out of him after the play was over. It was like, my nigga... Like, what? you knew, you knew that was going to cause uproar. You're like, you you had to knew that. So. Yeah, like, that. there was no purpose of you pushing him at that. You just... You just... Uh, confirmed the fact or... or You just felt like, fuck it, I'm going to just get this tech. I'm going to just take this tech. I don't even care. And y'all was only down five. So y'all down five and y'all going through all of this. Now, the other conversation that's being thrown out there, though, is this conversation about Chris Paul. Because for the longest time, Chris Paul has had this squeaky clean, nice guy right, right, right. persona in the NBA. Right. But now it seems to be coming to light that this nigga's not that nice of a we guy. Saw, we saw a side of him. I mean, he looked like he was a different nigga when he did all of that. He looked like he wanted all the smoke. He always does little shit. If you watch Chris Paul right. throughout his career, he does little shit. He'll step on niggas' shoes. Right. He'll do little shit, too. Now, Rondo, though, he already has been solidified as the bad guy. Right, but Rondo been doing that since he was with... <clears throat> Boston. Boston. Yeah, like, I Rondo's mean, always been a Rondo's Rondo always, always been a rough. Ne- he's always been a rough NBA player, and and Boston has always been a rough team. So that's yeah. that he so that's got that from there, right? Right. Because right. right. he was playing with 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 um with um Garnett, with Kevin Garnett, and um Paul and, Pierce. And Paul Pierce, two grimy niggas right. already. Because <laughs> it's so grimy. And wasn't Rondo? It wasn't Rondo playing with Kobe at one time. Nah, he was nah, against Kobe. Was against oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, true, 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 true. Boston, yeah, on Boston. Right, right, And right. they won. They, they won they that won year. Right, yeah. <laughs> right. They won and that year. And everybody will tell you, Kevin Garnett and, and Paul Pierce, they, they Yo, Garnett will, will say, I fucked your mother last night. Facts. And just whisper it in your ear. <laughs> Nonchalantly. <laughs> yo, 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 mom's pussy boy. Oh, oh. <laughs> Niggas hate going against Garnett. Yeah, right. Because Garnett talk wild shit. Right. And that, Kevin Garnett is a soup dog of the fucking NBA. No, I mean, listen, <laughs> you do whatever to get into a nigga's head. Like, that's part of the competition. But they've had their share of fights, and, and Rondo, that, that's who groomed him. So these yeah, are the dudes that groomed him. I mean, but I think what teammates say, though, is Rondo is a great teammate. They don't really like Chris Paul as a teammate, mm. which is interesting. So, like, a lot of people came out and said that Chris Paul has some growing up to do. But I've seen that. I mean, let's look at how the fucking Clippers blew up. Mm-hmm. Clippers blew up. I th- if if we're looking at it now, I think the Clippers blew up because of Chris Paul. Yeah, him and um him and uh, the albino dude. He's an albino, but you know, like uh, Blake, Blake Griffin? Griffin. Yeah, mm. yeah. But Chris, I think Chris had a hand in that because they traded Blake, and then Chris left, didn't he? Or did they? Or did well, they trade they, Blake they, after? They trade Blake. Chris left 
Chris just well, Chris left before Blake. Then Blake left afterwards. Okay. Yeah. So Chris Chris left and then Blake left. But as that duo, they they the Clippers was just doing things, bro. Like they were doing great. For 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 maybe two, two, three seasons. Two two seasons. No, they they good for a while. They they were in the playoffs consistently for about five years. Yeah, but they never made it out like the first round for a no, while. No, but sometimes that's good enough. <laughs> that's good enough. Hey. They, and then that in. time when they made it to was it was it that they made it to the finals or some they shit like the, that? The, um, they went to the conference finals and they and they just got they got this swept. fell apart. I mean, I don't want to say it fell apart, but they got spanked, and that's where <laughs> things kind of went south from there. <laughs> right, and then everybody started getting traded and shit. Yeah, I mean, part injury had a big part of it too. Chris Paul kept getting injured, then Blake was injured a lot too. So that's how it goes. What we think about this Cardi B trap? I heard it today. I, I think I, I gotta listen to it more. I gotta hear I haven't heard it outside of radio it's yet. It's not it's not like any it's it doesn't remind me of no track on her album, I'll tell you that to me. I gotta hear it in the stool. I've I, heard it on the radio, it's cool. I heard it on the radio. I'll hear, I gotta hear it again. To me, it's starting to sound redundant. Her okay. sound is getting redundant. Because definitely some familiar flows on it. Yeah, I was about to say the flows. The flows and listen, she. I think the beat is hard. The beat is is kind. Of, it's a simple beat, but it's, it's a very. Simple I like beat. the beat. It's hard. I like the artwork. The artwork is fine. The rollout for that was. I was like, yo, Cardi's body is retarded. Well, the the, the is rollout got fucked up because the rollout was supposed to be for Thursday. Yeah, she she it fucked leaked. it up. Yeah, she fucked it up. Nah, though. someone leaked it. Oh, somebody leaked it. Yeah. How the fuck we still able to leak shit in these days? It's more than possible to leak stuff, bro. Someone leaked it, and she said, "Fuck it," since. Since the song is already leaked, gotta, I'll put it out Tuesday. And you got to think about it, too. During these rollouts, the song's been sent to a lot of people. You're right. It's not, it's not like it's just camp-driven. It's being sent to DJs. It's being sent to a It's being sent to artists. What you Other think? Artists, what, what you, you think. Right, what you think type shit, right? I don't even know if it's being sent to artists as much, but it's being sent around labels. Like execs, labels and managers and shit know, like A&Rs. A&Rs, radio execs. And it's hard to prove a leak. Yeah, hard to prove who leaked it. You can't really tell who leaked it because it's going to be blamed on someone else all the time. Right, right. Oh well, I didn't do it. I ain't do it. You can't. Right. You can't blame nobody. It's just it's a leak. It's out early and it needs yeah. to be. It was cool. It's, no it's a. De- do I think it's going to do pretty good? It's going to do well. It's, it's yeah, gonna it's going to. Well. I mean, do well. Cardi. It's, it's enough for her, Cardi. She's stupid famous right now. Oh my, like she's. Yeah. Every fucking way. It's, huh? like it's a bad record. Like it's not. It's just it's not groundbreaking. It's right. Just, it's it to me. It's just I didn't. I think it's a good record to get her back in the group. Yeah, yeah, right, right, right. Is this her catalyst for a project? No, it's no, no. Bodak Yellow. No, 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 no. It's no Bodak. It's, it's definitely a good be like. Oh, Cardi back on her shit. Yeah. Right. Oh, okay. I see. It doesn't make me be like. Oh, I'm not interested in Cardi shit. I'm like. Oh, okay. What's oh, next? What's next? I'm. I'm like. Oh, so she right. get. She's working on the album. That's that's what I'm I thinking. Mean, oh, we, she's working on the project. We, we did predict. I mean, you called it. I don't really know, but you said. Cardi B, three albums. About that. So this album is is gonna be. This I don't will, think she could do bad. This album will determine if she can do more than three yeah. albums. True, in my opinion. Because this, this album, is the sophomore album, right? The sophomore album is always yeah, 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 very, is very album. important. Yeah, right, right, right. But I don't think she's gonna fail because Cardi. It was proven on the first project that they'll do the machine. Right, the machine. Right, the, yeah, the machine's gonna do what sure she do. She, as long as they put up right. with some good features, she's already a personality on her own. They put yeah. some good features. They fix some of those flows. Yeah, that's it. Um, it's gonna be good. 
Some dope beats. Dope beats. That's it. And you get another 12 hot songs. That's what that's what be buzzing me about certain hours. I'm like, how can you make a good project? Like, if you if got they the put, bread. If they put Drake on this one. If yeah. they get Drake, which they can get Drake. I think at this at this point, she can get Drake. She can get anybody. She right can get now, Drake. She, she can get, get Beyonce she if could, she I was want. about to say, she can get Beyonce, Jay. I think if she gets Drake and... If she didn't even get Drake, she just gets Beyonce on the project. She's of course she could get a Maroon Five at this point. Yeah, she needs an anthem with Khaled. You know what I mean? Like, you get Khaled at the vault. I don't think she needs that. She needs a record with Beyonce. A strong another Migos joint. Another Migos. Hard, yeah. Another hard, joint. yeah, yeah. And another two good, good love songs. Mm-hmm. She get Jay on it is going platinum. If she could get Jay on it just off the hype that she got Jay. Beyonce, I think, would be bigger too. Son. Speaking of speaking about platinum, uh, definitely. Uh, Definitely heard yesterday Lil Wayne's album is already platinum. That shit's wild. Yeah. That's good though. I'm happy for Lil Wayne is still out here making platinum albums in he's 2018. He's a big, he's a big artist. But bro. I'm saying a lot of people's just still was feeling shaky. And it's like the nigga still did it. He's, well, he's yeah, I mean, listen. Platinum if, all, he can't take that away from Wheezy. He it's, didn't have that. I mean, it's not that the album didn't have some good records. It had right. some good records. I mean, people are gonna feel shaky because he's been gone for five years. And he had the situation with Birdman. And he had that situation that Which made it seem like... We didn't know. If a nigga say I'm holding this nigga's album, that makes me feel like they think the album ain't ready. You know what I'm saying? So, on one hand, I can understand if Birdman heard the shit and was like, nah, dog, don't put this out. Right. And on the other hand, it's like, nigga, let this nigga be an artist and let him do what he do. So, I can see why people were a little shaky. I was shaky. I, didn't, I wanted him to succeed, but I didn't know what I was going to get from Wayne because Wayne is one of those artists... That it's like in one fast at a time, mm-hmm. he'll do shit that is hitting. And then he'll go on these sprees where he's just talking nonsense. Right. And I also feel like if this album really was made in 2013, 2014, and he, if this is the album as it was back then, if this had dropped in 2014, it would have been crazy. Yeah. It would have been bananas. Because though what the project is very reminiscent of that time. Frame. Yeah. Yeah. Right. You could Shanti. Hear, yep, yeah. you could hear the records. It would have been super dope for them. It's still pretty decent now. Is it? A, is it great? But a lot but of people not, said they could hear dated tracks. They could have dated tracks. So, you know, is it? Was it meant for this time frame? I don't think it really was. But however, it's the people still. I still fuck with certain tracks. There's about a good three, four songs, and I'm like, hmm. I could listen. I, I still go and listen to some of them. I so. could listen to the album. The album has replay value. Uh, the the skit in the beginning kind of throws me off a little bit, mm-hmm. um, you know, because hearing his mom, it is dope, but it gets very, it, it's very emotional. So like trying to hear that in the replay, I'm mm-hmm. not trying to go through that all the time. But um, it is, it, it has a lot of replay value, and you could tell that it was a special project to him. And that to I mean, me, yeah, his mom, his mom's on the cover. Yeah, it's the first project that his mom is actually on the cover with him. And to me, that made it a special project for me. But is it super replayable? Nah, nah. nah is super it, is replayable. It for- Carter is Carter three. That's the Carter super three. super Carter replayable. Yeah, on deck. To me, this album reminds me of the Carter two. Mm. This is what this is what this project is very Carter two hustlers. And music. even though the Carter four wasn't that great, I feel like Carter four had replay value. Yeah, Carter four was a trap album. Yeah, this project was. Very Carter too. Like he went more. It was more personal. If you just go back and listen to the Carter two, it's not. Mm-hmm. It's not very trap ass. It's not very street wise. It's just a lot of smooth sounds right. throughout the whole project, with a few turn up joints. 
So this is what that's Carter three. Really? And, yeah, Lollipop is Carter three. Carter two was um Fireman yeah. and um, Fireman Go the, DJ Go DJ. That was those, my shit. DJ. Yep. Um, shit, Hustle Music. Hustle those, Music. Those, oh, that's my. Carter two. Classic. That's the good. The Carter was a good project. It was a slow project, right. but it was a good project. Right. It oh, wasn't a lot well, wasn't, of wasn't well, wasn't wasn't Carter two also when he when he was wearing Mad Bape and shit? Yeah. Right. Right. That right, was okay. with a whole issue with the clips. Yeah. Came. Yeah. 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 And that time frame is when they did the clips and everything. Yeah. Right. That all that happened in that 2004, 2005 time right, frame. Right, right. That's when Khaled was starting to get hot. Facts, right. That's when he really started doing to come we the, the best, the, the, right? The, the verse, the verse, the, the song killer shit yeah. is right after Carter 2. Right. So, yeah. All right. So, let's talk about some real shit. This shit. I don't know if you got to heart. see it, Flo. But the, 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 the Will and Jada joint? Yeah. I, haven't I seen saw it, it twice. Oh, man. I saw it twice, yo. So I watched it this morning. There was some gems. You gotta watch it with Tiff, bro. All right. Yeah. Gotta, y'all gotta watch it together. I had just yeah. Out. I told him. I said I, I I said I gotta have a conversation with Killer, like a real a face to face. After what Will said, mm-hmm. I was like, wow. So just to set the scene for everybody, this is the first time Will sat down with the Red Table Talk that contains Willow. Um, Jada and Jada's mom. You know her, her name? I don't. I don't the know. mother's name? No. Okay. And so, he said her name plenty of times. Yeah. yeah but they, just, they call her Gammy. Yeah. They, Gammy. they kept saying Gammy. So, so Gammy. So she got Gammy too. That's Jada's mother. Gammy look like a snack. By the way. Gammy look like she can get it. Gammy Gam- look like she work out with Angela Bassett. Yeah. Gammy. Yeah. No yeah. real shit. Gammy yeah. body yeah. crazy. I mean Jada's body alone. You know where she get it from? Her mom's clearly. Yeah. Like they just. I don't know what's cooking yeah, over Willow got to cut them dreads off. It should be all right. All right. So they set up how they got together, right? <laughs> so Will was talking about how he saw her from a different world. Alphonse from, you know, the Fresh Prince knew her and was like, yo, I can set it up. And the night he was supposed to meet her, he ended up meeting his, his ex-wife. What was her name? Cherie? Yeah, Cherie. Cherie, he ended up meeting Cherie because Jada didn't show up. Alphonse brought another chick, which was Cherie, and they ended up talking, and they ended up getting married and making and making the first child and so making now, his first child, Trent. Right. So now the question I have from that though is revolves around talking to someone that your boy is talking to or someone that your boy talked to. Because the way he sound like is like the him like Alphonse and Cherie had like a thing or something. But it just, I guess. Well, what he said was Jada and Alfonso went out on one date. And he picked No, Cherie went out on one date with him. That's what I think he said. He said he thinks he thinks Cherie and them went on a one date, but that was it. I th- I think he said Jada, but either way, okay. I feel like if if your man was talking to somebody that you're not interested in. If your man not petty, he not going to get tight if you say you smashed. But if you really like the girl, you may not want to fuck with her after that. Like, there's a few there's a few chicks that I liked that I felt like maybe my approach could have been better and my man's end up smashing. But all he wanted to do was smash. I was actually trying to wife it. Mm. So once he smashed... Mm, that's a good point. So once he smashed, for me, it took away all... The mystery, all the shit that I want, because I and it wasn't to say that she was dirty or that she is dirty or to say he was dirty, but he had an agenda. I had an agenda. 
I was going about my agenda totally different than when he was than, than how he went about it. Mm-hmm. And he didn't actually end up telling me about that chick that he smashed until I think a year and a half after I left the company that we both was working for. And he didn't say it to me in a way where it was like, yo, hen, like, yo, I, I smashed. It was just more like, yeah, I was, I was with her the other day. Yeah, it's crazy. And then we just end up talking and then I just end up fucking. And I was, it was just a regular. And for me, at that moment, I wasn't I wasn't on it at that at, at that point. But when he said, it, I was just like, "Wow, I'm really not even that mad." But I'm just like, "Damn!" Like, I didn't even know he's gonna end up fucking it. Like, it's crazy. Like, I was and he knew I was actively trying to be on it. So I think there's wow. two things that go into it. Like, I think why the allure kind of fades away when you know your man hit or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I don't I don't know why that happens. I feel like that shit definitely went away. Part of it, you you had made a good point. You said you guys had different approaches. Right. I feel like at least for me it's like, damn, I was trying to wife you and I'm trying to show you that I'm trying to wife you, but you went with this nigga that gave you all signs that he not trying to wife it, he not trying to do nothing. So where's your mindset at right now when you let that nigga hit but you wasn't trying to give me no time of day. You know what it is though with me. I I I I learned this, and as I'm getting older, I, I found a way to finesse and finagle it. Sometimes when I have liked a girl or tried to get to know a girl, I'm letting her kind of know my true colors up front. So I may not tell her everything, but I, I may tell her, you know, I would like to go out with you. Like I like you, and I'm I may not give her no indication that. I'm a fuck nigga or have fuck nigga tendencies. But when I started to really like girls and then they burned me in terms of... You got to clarify that burns. Right, 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 right. <laughs> I, I had a chick tell me straight up, you were a good time. And X knows the girl I'm talking about. I thought she was the baddest chick I ever met in my entire life. And she was like, you were just a good time, distinguished. Like, um, we, we can still talk. And this was after we had sex. I'm thinking, I bet. I smashed the baddest chick of my life. Not me, light skin, fat ass, short, and then she was just like, "Nah, that we was cool, you know. You fucked me like a good, you know, Jamaican nigga. You know, you know how y'all niggas get down, but I'm good. I think. And I'm she, a- yo, she, yo, bro, she, she crushed me. We even went partying with Shorty, son. She crushed me, bro, and that shit really turned me into a savage, bro. I think she we really have to realize. I ain't gonna lie to you. What we also have to realize is, to a lot of times, even though you might you might be setting up the plot, mm-hmm. you might right. be like, "I'm setting this plot up." Right, right. Plot think is different in their the head. The plot is different in their head. Right. And also, it's like, it's like if you're like, "Yo, I'm trying to set this plot up so you can see that when I present this elaborate scheme for you, right, of this relationship, it could play out perfectly." Right. And in their minds, it's just like you're taking too long. I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna mm. add this component to it. Maybe because I just had this conversation with somebody. I also, mm. oh, just not, not not to cut you. I also feel like I didn't have certain stuff that I have now. That if I would have had it, maybe it would have been um, a such because she she already had her own crib. She was already she was already around our age, mm. but she was already living on her own. Her mom's had passed away already. Um, didn't you know didn't really live with her pops and she was already like in in like a career setting me i wasn't there i'm gonna just interject really quick before x gets to his point coming up as a teenager i had one of my homeboys and one of my closest friends this nigga used to fuck chicks same night 
maybe mm. within a day or two. Oh, and shit. I used to always be like, "How does this nigga do this?" Wow. Like, it would take me maybe two weeks, a month, to smash before I could, you, you know, get some right. progress. And this nigga would meet a girl one mm. night. Boom, he's. Sm- I'm like, how the fuck do you do these things? Honestly, son, there's just certain niggas who, when they're when they're when they run into a chick and they want to smash, bro, the, the aggression is there. I and that's so that kind of adds to my point. I had this conversation a while ago with uh, a girl who, like, we've been having like this back and forth energy, where it's like one moment it seems like things is is turning into something and in the other moment seems like it's like nigga you have the wrong impression stop mm. stop going down that road right <clears throat> um and so one of the things that came up and this is something i think that we don't realize and we take for granted is the fact of the energy that we give out women pick up on that energy mm-hmm. and if that's not what their mindset is see we as niggas we always assume that like okay well if i'm just trying to smash i'm just trying to smash right right and and shorty short we think shorty is always on a relationship tip that's not the case that's the problem we that have. is not the case most niggas son think that when we meet a chick oh we're trying to, if we're if we want to really that's the problem too we want a relationship with right. them we think that they're on the same page and they might be don't get me wrong, they might be, but a lot of times, the reason why we say some niggas are savage because they're going for the kill immediately. They ain't trying to figure out if right. they're trying if the relationship comes girls, about, it comes about. And and a lot of things is a lot of women, not not all, but a lot of women, even independent women, like to be like the pace to be dictated by a man, but with that, it has to be a short energy. So when mm. what I'm realizing is because I know for myself, I always put out a gray energy. Like it's a gray area. So it's like I'm still trying to feel you. I want you to confirm what right. I think is in your head. Right. Some niggas, that nigga that probably could kill on the same night, is already dictating the pace. Like, I'm trying to smash and you're you want it. I know you want it. Right. And if she wants it, it's already been confirmed. Right. This this is what this nigga's about. Mm-hmm. E- even if he if if she doesn't want it, she might entertain the thought just mm. simply off the fact, why is this nigga so sure? Like, like this yeah, nigga's that, mad that's, sure. That's, and in his mind, he's just like, if I don't get it, okay. I'm cool. But on if, to the next. On to the next. But if I do get it, it's on. And sometimes those situations works out into relationships too because she might be like, hold on. I like you, but you're moving too fast. Right. Now you could be like, all right, she obviously just don't want the dick. She wants something more. Right. So that's when you could change your approach. But I think sometimes we run into this challenge where we're like, let me see. Let me see what time she's on. Let me see what time she's on. A lot of women, some people, some women appreciate that. I'm not saying that they don't. But for a lot of women, they rather the sure sure up energy. It don't have to be necessarily overly aggressive, but it has to be on some like, yo, this is what I want from you. So what's up? Like, right. I mean that Do you want it? That definitely has worked for me. I never forget I definitely had spoke to a shorty uh, a, a while ago and the first time I met her, she dead told me. I was like, "Yo, like I know I'm just meeting you, but it was like the next day I end up like smashing and she was like, "Yo, why didn't you just take me home the first day you met me?" I never had no shorty be that direct with me. I mean, nigga. but this also is I, was I like, think damn. I think this is also a uh, a variant that is explicit to our generation. Okay. This isn't something 
that the older generation Hell knows no, much yeah, nah, about. Nah, nah. This is, nah. I mean, the generation after us is on some other new type yeah. of time. Right. But with with us, I think women appreciate being straightforward. They don't like the whole great energy. That's the that's how a lot of niggas get friend zone. Right. Is because we're like, oh, we trying to build something with right. you. And they like, well, nigga, I never even said I, I liked you. Exactly. I never the, even said I fuck with you like that. That's the problem, son. Like, today, son. I'm going to say, like, today I'm at work, son. And me and this other dude was talking. And we were talking about who niggas who ain't shit. Right. Mm-hmm. And the chick, this home, the one of the girls that teach, um, that teach pole dancing walks in. And they have a pole dancing class, by the way. So... <laughs> Wait, what this, the fuck? Nigga. I ain't gonna get into too much detail. Yo, yeah, we can't talk about she, that. She might listen. She might listen to the show and figure I'm talking about it. So, yo. anyway, she walks in the room and she overhears our conversation. And she starts to entertain it, right? And she's just like, "Yo, I ain't shit." So honestly, I prefer a nigga to be like, "I ain't shit either," so we can do ain't shit things together. Brings me down to the point where a lot of girls, they about that life. They just want to know that you're about it. And I think X brings up a great point. A lot of times we put ourselves in the friend zone because that's kind of what we seem to want. Cause we're just like a lot well, of let niggas me see if a you lot of niggas like flow. Me. A lot of niggas do that shit so that we just gotta keep it a thousand. A lot of niggas will act like they wanna be in the friend zone just to kind of see what their energy is looking like. Cause a lot of niggas who really wanna smash. Those niggas are going to be the niggas that lie they ass off. I feel like the niggas that really want something, them niggas might keep it 100 to the point where the girl may, again, uh, say uh, uh, the goal on the lines what X just said, I don't even know if I really like you like that. You're giving me a lot right this second. Hey, yo. You got to let me kind of digest. And I know early distinguished, that's what the fuck I was projecting. That I, I see a chick, I fall in love with her automatically. I'm doing extra nice things. Good morning, Same, beautiful. Yeah. I'm doing all what, that shit. If that, you was raised shit, right, that's what you supposed to do. My mom and my dad raised me like that, bro. However, right. that's what makes, that's what kind of puts you in the grip. And that's why a lot of niggas get their feelings hurt. I know, because I had a lot of girls then tell me, in turn, you too not. I had a girl tell you me straight up. You do it too much. That's I, really what they want to say. Yeah, I had a girl tell much. me, I had a girl tell me, you're too nice for me. I'm going to break your heart. I had another girl tell me, you could talk Jesus off the cross. I had another girl tell me, um, you're a good guy. I need a thug via text. I had another girl lie to her sister just to be with me. Ex knows who I'm talking about. Like, yo, like I'm like, I'm just like, I don't and I don't, it's I don't know the formula. Those, the girls there is no pre- formula, bro. There's no real formula, bro. It's a hit. That's why savage hit niggas, miss. savage niggas, we be like, yo, this nigga fucking mad bitches, boy. We don't know how many knows that nigga. How done many got. misses he got? Bro, that's that why that nigga could have gotten ten listen, misses. With twenty twelve was a savagery year for me. Bro. I'm gonna say this: with the niggas savage. that be on some like, yo, this is what I want. What's up? A lot of girls will will take to it, but there are a lot of misses in that as well. And then and then with it, I think this is the difference for me. I if I like you and I want to show you that I like you and that doesn't work out, I still want to be cool with you. For the savage niggas, most of them, they don't give a fuck if they cool with the girl afterwards or not. So it's like, yo, I like you. And they're like, I don't like you. All right, fuck it. I'm off it. And we don't got to talk after this. For me, it's like, yo, just because we don't like each other like that doesn't mean we can't be cool. I still think you a dope person. And I think that's for a lot of a lot of niggas, a lot of niggas. That's why they go into it tiptoeing because they don't want to fuck up the situation thinking that they could be romantic with this person. And then the person now doesn't want to fuck with them because it's like, oh, that nigga creepy or that nigga did too much or whatever. But 
in that gray tiptoe area, a lot of girls don't know what you really want from them. And for girls who are used to the pace being dictated for them, right. that's a weird space to be in. Where it's like, well, this nigga's waiting for me to make a decision. But I'm th- not used to that. But there's also a lot of niggas that will not be straightforward with a chick if they want to smash and the chick find out later that that's all the nigga wanted to do. Meanwhile, the chick could really be liking a nigga and, 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 and doing all these things. And that that's why I be, I, be, I be confused sometimes when the shorty just be like, I just want a nigga to be honest. And it's like... You really what you what you think you want, you don't really want. Cause if every nigga that you ever met in your life was honest, you would probably never just you would women, not fuck women with niggas. Say that. Women just say that because they want to know whether or not you can keep it real with them. No woman wants you to be truly honest with them all the time. But at That's, the end of the, doesn't make sense. But at the end of the day, Flo, each woman or any woman that any nigga that's talking to a woman, I feel like nine out of ten, the woman at the end of the day has like a grand scheme plan. Like if she ends up liking a nigga, she wants to know that the nigga likes her just as much because I, she may feel like, yo, like we was just going out or do you really want to build a future type I'm going to say it like this, right? There's two parts to it. Okay. One is there's certain dudes who have the adaptability to see the when a girl is giving them the hint. Mm-hmm. Some niggas is good at that. Yeah, Not everybody is good at that. Right. Some niggas are blessed with that talent to be like, oh, she feeling she's me. She's feeling me. Right. Off rip. Just Off rip. Yeah, like, she's feeling me, bro. Right. I'm, I'm not that nigga. Kill. It takes a whole lot for me to realize a chick <laughs> is feeling me. She gotta I'm, basically I'm grab up, my... Sometimes I'll be like, oh. She gotta basically <laughs> grab my belt buckle, bro. And I'm like, oh, I think she likes me. <laughs> That is this nigga. That is this nigga in the truest form. I, I think she's feeling that, me, bro. That is, that is you, bro. Because sometimes I'll be like, my nigga, bro. Like, like, she been giving you signs She been giving you signs, my nigga. She invited like, you upstairs, my upstairs. nigga. You were at the door. You, you were standing at the and door, you bro. you said, all right, I'm going to go home now. <laughs> nigga, what? What are you talking about? I wasn't about? sure. Like, I wasn't sure if the bitch wanted me to come and say, bro, you were at the door. Bro, she had the door she open, my nigga. in, bro. Facts. You look through the door and be like, well, it doesn't seem warm enough. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, take care. And they're like, what the fuck, my nigga? What's wrong with this nigga? I'm sure they call their girlfriend the next day like, I was going to get some, but this nigga is a whole fuck boy. All righty. That's some funny ass shit, bro, because honestly, like, that's, that's the realest shit. But I think this goes to, to Will's other point where he was like, he built the house for Jada and called it her lake. Right. And she was like, this is not what I want. Right. Because a lot of times as niggas, we have this perfect picture of right. what we think, oh, yeah, I'm going to go into this and I'm going to treat her like a queen and she needs this and she right. needs that. And, she, and at the end of the day, one, you don't know the chick that you're with. Mm-hmm. Like, for instance, there's a girl that I've talked to where it's like, in my mind... It could be this perfect relationship where we're going on these dates and I'm teaching her uh, like etiquette and shit like that. And then at the end of the day, I have to be like, nah, she's a hood bitch. She wants to be a hood bitch. I'm going to take her to the museum and she's going to be like, the fuck are we doing here? Can we go get some Hennessy and party somewhere? You got to take her to the Barclays Center when there's a party. Right. There's no... This picture that I have is not adding up to the person that I'm I'm talking to. Nor the picture that they may want. Right, that's the chick you take to Benny Hanna's. That's the chick that you gotta at some. And you gotta be like, yo, she's cool with Fridays, bro. Right. So I'm cool with taking her to Friday. Right, yep, right, right. Yep. Nah, and it's right. cool. 
All right, we're gonna do something different. We we ain't gonna go to the museum. I'm gonna take you to Taj tonight. Yeah, it's, a little, it's upscale. And we're gonna do hookah. <laughs> it's upscale. And we're gonna do some hookah tonight. Yeah, and we're gonna do hookah. Enough. That's yep. it. It's upscale enough the, that she's the, like, we ain't around right. the normal people. Right. You know, but it's still entertaining enough that she's like, oh, this is lit. Like, right. right. The part that touched me the most, because there's many things in this shit. The part that touched me the most, this is why you gotta watch the shit with your wife, bro. Happy uh happy birthday again to Tiff. Um, belated birthday and the baby. Um Will Smith said he was at his house. They were with a group of 20. And Jada said, Willard, would you just shut the fuck up oh, in yeah. front of all his friends? Will? Yeah, she said, she said Willard. Will. Will. She, she, she said, Willard, would you just shut the fuck up in front of all of his friends? And his baby son was, he said it was about one or one and a half was sitting on his lap. He said he put his son down and gave it to somebody else. And then he took up a newspaper, rolled it up and bopped her over the head and said, can I speak to you please in the other room? So we hit her in front of everybody. But the way the hit was, it wasn't like, a, it wasn't one of those. It was just like, you just really said that in front, in front, in, in front. It was playful. It was, yeah, a yeah, playful. it was playful. So he, he, so they walked to the room and he said, in order for me to stay in this relationship, you cannot use any more profanity. When you get mad, we have to use our words. We're not, we don't, we're not gonna use our hands. We're not gonna raise our voice. We're not gonna disrespect each other and call each other out our name. And then he said, she cursed again after that. And he was like, I'm out, I'm out. If that's the type of energy you want, then this marriage is not gonna work. And by the way, he does not believe in divorce. And I do not believe in divorce. So those are two different conversations. Let's yeah. start. Yeah. Let's start I don't, with. I, I don't believe in divorce. Let's start with the whole. The not cursing, raising your voice. Because I'm I'm very adamant about that, too. You I've are. actually yeah. told a shorty, shorty, some, oh, I was talking to some shorty, and she, oh, one of my exes back in the day, mm-hmm. and she wanted me to scream on her, and I'm like, yo, I'm not trying to get to that energy. Because mm-hmm. if that's the type of person you're going to get out of me, and that's the type of person I have to become to be with you. This relationship ain't worth sure. I can't do this. Because that's not what I want when it comes. I'm always thinking future. How can I raise? I'm not raising my kid to think that it's okay to yell. This is how the shit perpetuates it. This is how they go from seeing you yell at mom to being out on the street and yelling at their friends to when they get their first girlfriend or first boyfriend yelling at them and thinking that it's okay that's because what it's been normalized. Said. Yeah, he said if you say the word bitch... More than once, it's okay, and it gets easier to say it over time. Yeah, especially in the argument. If oh, I'm yes. yelling at you, it's easy and I'm to like, say "Stupid that. bitch," right? And then it, and nothing really happens. That's what happens with a lot of these cats, and nothing really happens. Nothing. I don't want to be with a girl that I could call a bitch just like that. Yeah, me in an argument, right? If and we, she just... I want a girl that we could joke around and, and certain profanity mm-hmm. can be said, and mm-hmm. we can be playful. But I don't want a girl that's gonna make me get to a point where of anger. Where I'm like, you stupid bitch. Because I, I, that doesn't even feel right coming out of my mouth right now. So for me to be in a spot where I got to be like, yo, you stupid hoe or whatever, mm-hmm. I can't be in that. Because that's bringing out the worst in me. Right. That's turning me into a negative person. I can't do that. I mean, y'all saw me in the past, in my past relationships. and Oh, yeah, that shit. You wasn't there. I wasn't with that. You wasn't there when it happened. But I definitely blacked on one of my exes after a show. And niggas was under the impression that I was about to do something physically to her because I was super close to her. But then I realized that the energy over time that had got me to that place, that was an energy that 
she had already come within the relationship because we had another argument situation like that at a place she was staying at. And I had to tell niggas in the crib, I know you just like we were yelling while other people was in the crib and I had to walk upstairs and tell them, I know you guys acting like you didn't hear none of that yelling. So I just need you guys to mute the TV for a minute. I did not physically put any hand on her. However, she came in my face and she threatened my life. And that is why I'm leaving. I'm just letting you guys know. So I don't know what story you're going to hear from her. But she was in my face and she was like, do it, nigga. I know you want to slap me. Just do it. You pussy. Do it. And I was like, I'm leaving. The relationship that you guys know that I have with um, my current, I can say I've never gotten to that point where I've had to raise my voice. I've actually never called her out her name. And we it's rare that we actually have a conversation where we're cursing out each other. Because I told myself the next relationship, I can't get involved in that. First of all, it's not healthy. Um, I'm not trying to bring up my blood pressure. I'm not trying to fuck my heart up. And I'm not trying to exert that much energy over something that we could simply use with words. So that's that's the one part about what Will said that had me like, yeah. But we need to have more conversations because he was also saying that you get to a point where you think as the male, the because Will's an alpha male. So you get to a point as an alpha male where you're doing all these things and, and you have good intentions, but the person that you're doing them for feels like they're stuck. And I felt like a lot of times with me, all the shit that I'm doing, we actually had a conversation about this where you're out and you're doing all these things and your woman feels stuck. Like, mm-hmm. you, le- like you left me with the kids or you left me and was like, I'll work. You just stay the fuck home and take care of whatever. But let me work let me do all these great things for you and i and, and i'm listening to the conversation that he's having i'm like yo it kind of sounds like i mean it is the truth will out of the marriage was the ultimate breadwinner and on top of that he was the most successful not because he was a man but because of the type of man he is and because the type of man he was and he remained to be the nigga said at five he wanted to have a family you're not gonna find a lot of niggas at five thinking about having a family you're not gonna find a lot of people that's literally going at like like going after their dream like every fucking day like that man. I mean, you also got to take into account it was a different era. He's, it was a different. He's era. from a. He's from a he's a, diff- yeah. a still a gem of De- our time. Yeah, he, definitely a gem from a different era. That yeah. that is a fact. And the, the 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 biggest piece of the conversation that I can take away from what he said at that roundtable was, you have to actively work on communicating with your partner because you may think that you got a house, you got money, you got a family. Jada said in that interview, she was still miserable. And I, I think that that was- That a, shit was crazy, bro. That was another piece that was very important. With I all mean, the money, all the success, you were, you were still- ang- And he said she cried for 42 days straight. 45. Right, 45. I couldn't believe that shit. But I think, well, going back to the divorce piece- right. I also don't, in my mind, I don't believe in divorce, but I think that, that for me, it's more of a, that's what kind of scares me about getting into a relationship. my next relationship, because my next relationship, I always say, is my last. I don't, I'm not trying to be in a relationship, let the next five years pass, and then be a single nigga again, 
running around looking like like I want to try and make it work. I want to be with someone that I could build a solid foundation. So that with. mean you also don't believe in breakups because I re- I do. I'm just saying. Okay. Now in my life, right? I want to make the right decision with the next person that I we're working to build something that's going to go towards marriage. I don't want to okay attach myself to a relationship that ends up falling apart in a year or two years or three years because we were never able to build a foundation because I didn't pick the right person. It's draining. So, and then with that is like, I definitely don't want to end up marrying someone that I then five years in realize, oh shit, what did I do? Right. That you was know? Will, which is crazy. Right. But so, you know, those two things kind of scare me from being like, yo, I want to be in a committed relationship. To fully with- commit. Because I'm always trying to vet you like to the point where it's like, nigga, you might as well be in a relationship. You you want to know how well she could fuck. You want to know what her ambitions are. You want to know how much money she's trying to make in life. Like You want to know all these things to be like, okay, now we can build the foundation. And sometimes that's not fair to the person because mm-hmm. sometimes part of the relationship that makes it a beautiful thing is growing together. Yeah. Right. Is meeting that person where they at and being like, yo, we're going to grow. We're going to build this shit. Right. And we build this house together. I think that that, you know, that's where I'm kind of like in this limbo space, but, you know, I have to get over it. That dynamic is cool, bro. I hear that. But I also feel like I hear when people say it takes two to tango, you know, you got to be in it to win it for better or worse. There's always one person out of the two that is carrying that marriage more than the other person. There is that. Whether it's the male or the female. And sometimes it's not finances. Sometimes it's that one person that's actually keeping the fucking uh the 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 the, uh, the peace, stable. the tranquility, the sanity. Well, yeah, I mean like that shit is important, I bro. Think the I reality think... is one of you is always on the edge. There's always, always there's somebody's always on the edge. Someone on the edge. There's always someone ready who's to jump ship. Ready. I wouldn't even say jump ship. Who's just ready to who's ready to put the relationship at to a breaking point you feel me there's always one of you that's going to do that there's one person who's always going to fight for the relationship and there's always one person who's willing to give up the relationship Mm. i don't i've it's it's very rare that you see both people struggling to really keep it together but i think um in certain things i do i mean I'm, i'm one of those people who don't believe in divorce either i do believe that sometimes you need time to separate and reevaluate yourself, especially when you have flaws and that person has flaws. However, right. depending on the way your relationship is at and where you and that person is at, you're able to work on those flaws together. And I think that's where the foundation that I believe in comes from. If y'all build that foundation, mm-hmm. y'all will always, it'll be an elastic band. Sometimes there'll be times where y'all yep. kind of stretch, stretch out, out and then y'all yeah, be close together. Yep. If that foundation is there, if that foundation is not there, that's that's when you looking at this person in a different light that's when you realize X, Y, and Z came out. The, the line that stood out to me was the final thing that they said at the end. Mm-hmm. And this is the line I don't think many people ask themselves. And Jada had said it was her 40th birthday and she had Will. And she said, if me and you were on an island and it was just us, what do we have? And all he kept thinking about was- The island. The materialistic aspect of it. Well, mm-hmm. we got the island or we have some ownership of something. And she kept saying, no, what do we have? If it's just me and you, do we have conversation? Do we have an actual love? 
Do we have interest in one another? Do we have things that we can do to keep ourselves sane while we're on this island? And if the answer is no in a lot of relationships, that's where a lot lot of relationships that it is a no. Because someone got with someone because they look good. They got a banging body. Someone got with someone because that's the best sex they ever had. Someone got with someone because they OD freaky. Someone got with someone because of finances. Someone didn't get with someone because of the person that they actually were. And I like this person. I can see myself. I'm not. A lot of people are not dating properly. They're not vetting niggas when they date. They just like somebody and they go out a couple times and they can make them laugh or the shorty make them laugh. And they think that's that. Oh, okay. we, We good for a relationship. I feel like a lot of people don't realize too that dating is the precursor if it gets to that point for what the marriage can and would it will and should be if it if it evolves to that level so i feel like there's dating as we know and then there's courting now i don't know when i found out that i could talk to a girl in a way that i could try to date her but then i could talk to a girl in a way where i could try to court her now she may not know i'm courting her but there may be little things that I'm doing. Like the other day, um, actually yesterday, I was having a business meeting with actually one of my ex-girlfriends and she was like, where I'm from, niggas open up doors for me. I was like, well, I didn't know that was that type of situation because I was not trying to send off those signals. Well, to me, if I'm opening doors for you, I'm expressing some type. I mean, granted, it's a manners thing. Right. Across the board. Right. But I also feel like in this day and age, and right. we have to put day I wasn't and age trying into to context, do no mixed signals. Opening doors for a young lady insinuates sometimes some type of romantic interest. Well, that, remember, that, key word was X. And I definitely wasn't trying right, to open right, right, doors. Right, 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 right. So I feel like, yes, in a, in a manners type of way, like I'll do that in a business meeting. Right. Like if I met a, a, a woman for the business, I'll open a door for her. Right. But like you said, in the context of, of you having history with them, right. that can be seen as a romantic gesture. I wanted to break I wanted to break it like right then and there. But I feel like if you date somebody, D Flow, and y'all get married, I'm not saying the person is supposed to evolve into this thing or this like new experience, but that person shouldn't be the same person you dated. I mean, I'm going to say this. And like I, I don't know if I've ever said it to y'all before. It can't be. But me and Tiff joke about it all the time. I always say our relationship didn't start till she moved in with me when I was mm. 20. Even though wow. we've we been together since we were 15, I don't. that first five years to me was a dating phase. Right. We were in high school. <clears throat> we didn't really know each other like that. We were just... It was still that, it, to me, it was still puppy a court. It was it's puppy love. It's courting. It was going to the house, sitting outside, talking for hours. All that happened in that phase that by the time we did move in, we really, we didn't even really move in, but 18, 19, 20, and we're adults at this point, and we're able to move freely and really get to know each other. There's phases to your relationship. So at the end of the day, a big part of it, you still have, even if you get into a relationship with someone, dating them and getting to know them is very important. I think a lot of times people jump into a relationship and it becomes this so serious thing and you're expecting so much because, oh, this is my girlfriend and this is my boyfriend, rather than just still taking the time to just get to know them. You feel me? Like, you still have to get to time. Like, a lot of people are shocked because the people they've been dating or the people they've been in a relationship for all this time with, they move in together and boom, slap, pop, to the boom, boom. There's a brand new person standing in front of you. 
they think it's a brand new person. I mean, t- to you, it's a brand new person because you've never seen that side of the yeah, person. Yeah, right, right. You've never seen that side of them, right? You but that side me? has always been there. That side has always been there. It's just, been, it's just not been a part. You're not a part of that person's everyday life. Right. So now you're a part of their everyday life. And I've told y'all on several different occasions, like I saw, as long as me and Tiff been together, we moved in the house and I saw a different version of it. Right. You feel and she me? saw a different version of you? Yeah. And right. um, dad and um, having a second child brought out a different version in both right. of us. Mm. You feel me? After having a son for five years and then boom, a new child pops up. We didn't set into our routines, everything. And now we're back at starting point with lifestyles change. Right. I'm not in the same position I was six years ago. I'm, my life life has evolved. Things have changed. Right. So, listen, bro. Like, I, I would love to. I'm going to watch the interview with Will and Jay. I think that last question that X said with what Jada pointed out, that's an interesting thing because a lot of people don't have an answer for that. Yeah, a lot of people don't. A lot of people don't know. Like, if you are, if sometimes. Shit. I want to ask away my the phones, that. Take away this. And you will see how far your relationship will go. Mm-hmm. Take away this. That should be an experiment. No, take away your phone and you no do sex a weekend for like a that. month. Definitely do a weekend like take that. Take away a phone, even a weekend. Take away, <sighs> put, leave your phone at home for one weekend, Shit. and get away with your, with your, with whoever you have interest in. Right. And you really see how much interest you have in that person, because now you're forced to have a conversation about each other, not about what's happening on social media, not about all. I think the I'm gonna do that. I think I'm gonna do that. Yeah, t- try it. And, you know, a lot of things you see where that, even take away sex. That's another part of it. Mm-hmm. I agree. And you see how far that would go because a lot of people, are entire relationship is based upon having an argument and fucking and, and making fucking back up. And making it better. That's it. The entire relationship is built and, around And that. that's all they know. And that's all they know. We get into an argument, we fuck, oh my God, I love you so much because it's passionate in that time frame. A week later, it's recycling. Women know how to trigger us men because sometimes the best sex she has is when you're right. in that state of passion right. because you're like, this photo pissed me off so much. I'm going to fuck the shit out of her right. to prove a point. Right. And so that's like the only time where physical aggression is considered. It's considered okay. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, it. there's many factors to it, but. To some degree. To we, some, let's nah, not, nah, I ain't say choke I, your bitch out talking sex, about bro. no slamming bitches in walls. We, <laughs> we, we ain't talking Ric Flair, my nigga. Don't suplex your chick. Take it. It's cool, my nigga. Don't jump off the dresser drawer yeah, that, onto your that girl. That ain't it, chief. That ain't it, chief. You're going to go to jail. All right? <laughs> You're going to go to jail. Oh, so, man. but take the time to, to learn your woman. And women should do the same thing. Take the time to learn your men. Learn your nigga, man. Learn your nigga. Because a lot of times... He ain't shit. He ain't shit. <laughs> he really ain't shit. And you might find out a lot of times that nigga is much more sensitive than you think he is. Facts. Niggas got emotions. <laughs> Niggas is just now becoming... Niggas don't get comfortable saying they have emotions until they get a little bit older. And once they get there, they still don't know how to express it. It takes it's- a lot for me to be like... Even to Tiff, bro, it takes a lot for me to be like, yo, that shit hurt. Like, what yeah. you said just now... Hurt my feelings. Listen, I went through a situation like that last week where I had to tell Shorty, like, yo, something you did was foul, my nigga. Foul, my (laughs) nigga. Like, goddamn, you ain't had to do that. Why you had to do me like that? Facts. Like, you gotta look at me like that's cold. It's a little it's a little bit cold. It's a little bit, you know what I mean? Like But by saying it like that, she was like, I'm I I'm sorry. my mouth get reckless. 
and and that's what it is. This and you gotta be honest. There is a certain level though. I feel like both men and women have to get to where certain shit. I feel like there's certain shit you gotta let niggas know. You gotta put in your head. There's no coming back from that. I think it's, I think it's you, not healthy to always just be apologizing and giving second, third, fifth, sixth, ten chances. Like that's that's never been healthy for me. I mean, I I I agree to some extent. I also think with evolution, though, you do see different sides of people. So you have to give people the chance to evolve. You can't always cut them off at the waist because they may be at a place where you meet them here, mm-hmm. and then within six months with being with you you might start to see a difference. Now, granted, if you with somebody and the same situation keeps popping up five, six times, then yeah, there ain't no coming back from, from this time. When we're talking about relationships, though, right. I do feel like... Oh, you have to be. You have to be forgiven. You got to be forgiven you because if, be. if you just hold a, a firm line with everything, you're going to be... There's going to be a bunch of breakup and potential makeups. And plus, at the end of the time, at the end of the day, I'm saying at the time, at the end of the day, a big part of being forgiven is teaching them that, all right, you did it this time, I'm going to forgive you. You do it another time. It's like you're, te- it's like you're training them mm-hmm. to learn that. Because they have to learn you. Yeah, they have to learn you. They want, eventually, they won't be like, this doesn't make him Because granted, for instance, if, if a shorty's coming from a relationship where... She's used to it being a situation where they curse each other out. They could say, fuck you, fuck this, fuck that. And then at the end of the day, it's all good. And then they come to you and your hard line is don't curse at me. It's going to take them a minute yeah. to get out of that. Because they've, they've been in the habitual. That the, You know, they're yeah. going to be in a habit of doing that dumb yeah, shit. That is fact. So until they get to realize like, no, I'm dead ass. <laughs> I'm not with the shit. So you know right. what I'm saying? Like, don't do that shit with me. It's going to take them a while. Now, by the fourth time we having the same conversation, right. that fifth time, I might leave your ass. <laughs> right. and, I, and, I, and it varies, too, because it could rub off. Right. It has a reverse It has a reverse situation where you become used to it and you start doing it yourself. Right. It just depends on who's sticking to it more. Who's sticking to it more and how much you have a hard line it is. Yeah. Right. Because there's a hard line for me. As I know, like, for a lot of people cheating... Isn't a hard line anymore. Like that somehow has become more of a thing where it's like, yo, you'll have a conversation. You'll probably end up having a conversation with your significant other if they cheat. For me, cheating is still a hard line. Girls be wanting to know why the nigga cheat. And I feel like if the nigga really say why he cheated, the girl may think it's bullshit. But if if the nigga find out his girl cheat, I don't think that nigga going to want to have a conversation. I would have a conversation. I I would have a conversation. Initially. Right. I would really just want to understand why. But if I feel like what you're telling me is bullshit, right. then it becomes a hard line. Okay. It all depends on how you convince me that I shouldn't think it's if, a hard if line. If I think that I'm part of the problem as to exactly. why you did it, then I can somewhat... I could, I could forgive you. However, I would have to know that what you did... If 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 all right, like let me put it like this: If my girl was supposed to cheat on me, and she ended up in a whole side relationship and cheated on me, that's a hard line. Okay. If you cheated on me on a whim because for whatever reason you felt out of attention, wasn't being out of this, out right. of that, I could take that L and be like, all right, 
I still, I'm still tight. Right, However, but I played a little bit of a piece. But I played a piece of this, and I'm willing to give you another chance because I need to fix certain things. Right, for I me. didn't do what I was supposed I wasn't to. doing what I'm supposed to do. But if you went and had a whole nother relationship, and you've been talking to this next nigga for seven, eight months, right. been fucking him on the side regularly. Now we have a Now we have a whole different conversation. Because you're starting a whole relationship yeah, up. Now you like him. Right. Now, if he didn't sway your emotions to where you're like, I don't need this nigga because he's giving me what I want. So go be with him. Right. That's that. I'm done. Right. I don't, I don't need, I'm not going to work to win you over. Right. We're not doing this competition. We're shit. not doing this competition. I'm not I'm doing not, eight years with no. you to, to then compete with to a nigga. To compete right. with a new nigga. So what? We competing? I got to show you that I deserve. Fuck out of here. Go kick though. rocks with that nigga over there. <laughs> the, the, the truth is, though, I feel like niggas should not become so overly emotional if and when a shorty say, um, you know, she because I feel like some niggas go on the deep end and even chicks like it, when, when it gets to a point if and when the cheating happened and a nigga feel like he want to kill you, I feel like deep down inside the nigga always, oh, yeah, them niggas the wild. nigga, he yeah. always wanted to kill. And then and then same thing with the shorties. The shorties will act like everything is cool, and then the next day try to set set your car or set the, your the house on fire. The problem with that is is a possessiveness. Yeah, obsession. It's uh, just... Possessiveness, jealousy issues, which go back to insecurity issues. Right. And those are the two reasons why niggas go over the deep end. My hard line is I'm done with you. I don't need okay. to be in a situation yeah. where I feel like I can't trust you, one. Like, if you did all this sneak shit to go around my back to go fuck right. this nigga... I I I don't want to I don't want to be in a situation where I feel like let me check this chick phone. Now I feel like I have to check your phone because you obviously doing some. I, I don't want been, that. I haven't yeah. been in no situation like that in like so long. I, I would never honestly, because I'm, son, that shit is annoying. On some real nigga shit, bro. Even if they cheat on me, son, I might be done with you relationship wise. But I don't know if I'm gonna stop being friends with you because you cheated on me. Because at the end of the day, I'm not gonna let the bonding that. Right, yeah, umpteen nah. years of bonding. I'm gonna let some dick get in the way of the friendship. I'm gonna right? let one situation let me nah, not, we might not be you no able to. We can't be in a relationship no more because I can't trust. I can't you. trust right. you. Once my trust is once the trust is disappeared. I'm the type of nigga. I'm gonna keep it a thousand with y'all. Y'all might think I'm crazy. I'm the type of nigga that if my shorty hit me up and is like, "Yo, I'm gonna go chill with my ex," I want to be able to say, "All right, cool, Facts. do that." I don't give a fuck. Like, have fun because I know you're not gonna fuck anything up but if i have the inkling in right. my mind that you the type of shorty right that if, if i he leave get you, you sauce the right way yeah if he gets you sauce the, the right, right way say, the right, say thing, the right thing you might the the, the 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 fact that my mind got if i gotta sit home and be like yo she might she fuck might this fuck this nigga nah then i'm, I'm i can't sleep i'm here I'm I'm if i gotta lose sleep <laughs> over you beating a hoe i'm not <laughs> with it i'm not Sorry. with the shit Cause my one of my exes one time was like, "Yo, my my ex, we had something. He's inviting me to homecoming. So I, I can I, you know, I'm just bringing it by you. Would you mind if I went?" And I, I was like, "No." Now it did bother me a little bit, but I was like, "I trust her. She's not going to do nothing crazy like that." If I don't have that type of trust with you, 
where you like, nah, I'm hanging out with my male friends. We all going to Atlantic City. Now, granted, I might still feel a certain type of way about nah, it. Nah, my, <laughs> my girl tell me I'm about to go to Atlantic City with my male friends overnight. Not for the day. Not that they in the, the same hotel. For Not me, even. I was a part of me was still be like, there's no none of your homegirls ain't going. No, what I'm saying is like my male friends, my my homegirls, my whatever. coworkers, being my coworkers going yeah, to Atlantic City I for the weekend. I want to be the nigga to be like, I I probably would be okay with that. Whatever, my nigga. I, like, I might just I be like, I right, bet. Call fun. me when you get out there. Yeah. That, that's it. Yeah, just let, let me know you get in safe yeah, every night and all of that. That's all it. That. I wouldn't I wouldn't be like, you can't go. I don't trust these niggas. Like, now nah, I'm gonna be like, all right, go have fun. I trust my I trust my girl that much to 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 think she's not gonna wild out. But if I had that doubt of friend, I've doubt in my mind, bro. If exactly. I'm laying in bed two o'clock and I'd be like, who dick she's sucking right now? Nah, I can't I can't do that. I can't do that. I can't do that, bro. I, can't I cannot, that. I cannot do it. I can't. I'm sorry. That's that's just not me. I can't do I it. I can't lose sleep because you're out. That's nah. I can't do that. Nah, or or the or the or your your phone blowing up in the middle of the night. Even right? that wouldn't bother me as much to be honest. It, it wouldn't unless I have an inkling that it ain't now if it's every night. Every night, 3.30, 2.30, 3.30, your phone blowing up? All right, my nigga. Yeah, what's like, going what's up? On now? What's going now, on? I don't care. I won't care about that initially unless you give me some inkling or, or some ideology in my head. Like, yo, this ain't innocent. If you stepping out the room. You stepping out the room, back, you text. Or you think I'm sleeping, so you doing certain things. You flip me, the phone You over. flip the phone Bro, every I time. I had this shorty I was dating, and every time she came over the crib, the phone was face down. You don't mm. think I know what that means? There's something they that's think they don't pay up. attention. They might think he's not paying attention, but they's just like, I never see your phone screen. I never see your phone screen. Every time you place it face down. Why are you placing it face down? That don't make no sense. Like, nobody's doing that just, oh, this is how I put my phone down. Like, I, I just place it face down. No. After a while, it was like, all right, my nigga. Like, there's clearly something going on that you don't want me to see. Right. And, and now I feel some type of way. Before I didn't feel no type of way. It's funny, son, because that's something that was brought up to me a while back. It's just like, why you always got your phone with you? You never leave your phone. I was just like, that bothers you. Okay. No problem. I took it into consideration. Listen, you if, if, if it's brought to my attention, okay, no problem. I'm going to leave my phone here now. Right there. You can see it. <laughs> yeah, right. that people, becomes people, an issue. It when, becomes an issue. When, you, when, they bring something, when a person brings something to your attention and you still... Like trying to do still, the opposite. Trying to still do the now. Now, if you brought it to my I was like, oh, so that bothers you. Okay, no problem. I don't want it to bother you anymore. So I'm gonna do what's necessary to make sure you're not bothered by it. All right, so let's let's wrap this shit up. We got Brittany Renner. I don't know if you ever seen her. That shorty yeah. is bad, bad. He, the nigga showed me the photos today. So she dropped a book called Judge This Cover. Um, and in the book, she talks about all of the celebrities she fucked. Oh shit! So, <laughs> Sorry, you called me So she apparently fucked Colin Kaepernick. These chicks really know how to make money, bro. Little, little Uzi Vert, she fucked Drake, Trey Songs. Apparently, Takashi Six Nine might have been one of the one of the niggas. Sheesh. Um, Twenty four men, eleven athletes, five entertainers, eight regular men. <laughs> ben Simmons is up there. Ben Simmons. Who the ben fuck is Ben Simmons? Simmons? Ben Simmons is a basketball player. Oh. Drake invited her to have a sixome. Yo! Yeah, so apparently Drake invited her to have a sixome. 
Um, I'm not sure if she went. Little Uzi Vert, apparently she uh, gave him some sloppy toppy and swallowed his kids. Um, Colin Kaepernick apparently told her, yo, you got to buy your own plane ticket to come see me. So because I really want to know if you really like me or you trying to get money from me. She flies out. They do whatever. The nigga ghosts on her. Never hit her up again. Smart move. Oh, jeez. Oh. Yeah, yo, I said the same shit. I said smart move. Small move. So we, we 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 all remember what happened to Future a few months ago. Don't act like we forgot. I'm still trying to find out fuck what the fuck it. her type is. How do you go from Takashi, Ben Simmons, Drake? Ben Simmons and Drake look similar, so I can see that. Colin Kaepernick Takashi, is like a stretch. Uzi Vert. Uzi Vert is like a downgrade. Yeah, like Uzi is. Yeah, Uzi's a rock star. Like what? Whoever dropping that bread. Whoever dropping the bread. I mean, yeah, we don't know if Uzi probably Uzi probably spent some bread on he her. He probably did. Or gave her some bread. Or he got the, the wild swag. Game. I don't think I don't, I don't think Drake gave her nothing. Nah, think. Drake said what it was. Yo, I have five other chicks coming over right now. Trying to come through. Oh, four other chicks right. coming over. You trying to come through and be the fifth? What's up? Right. Some OG shit. I think you're living the life. Right? He, he's, he's I can see Drake life. doing that. Though. I can see Drake. That's, that's stamina for you. Right <laughs> and, and of all things, a six some because you're the sixth god. Okay. Yeah. That, that, all right. Yeah. That nigga. Yeah, that nigga's a different nigga. Bro. I didn't think about <laughs> right. that. Just now. That nigga's a different. So nigga. as I saw a six, I was like, okay, this nigga. Okay. So is this how the IG models get the bag? The majority of them by yes. telling yeah. by telling a, this type of story because I'm about to book. I'm about to no, shit. No, I'm about to book too. Hey. <laughs> I'm going to read it. Is this a good way to get a legitimate bag after being an IG model? I think so. I think so, yeah. I think so. Because some niggas is coming at her, but I think it's a legit way. I think this is a legit way because not only is this her truth, this is going to open up the conversation about what niggas that fuck chicks like this got to stop doing. If, it's not going to stop. I, no, 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 I part, don't, part of me is more like... It's not going to stop, but the, the name shit is like... The industry is going to take shame on it because the yeah. industry is going to be like this kiss and tell shit. Yeah, this kiss and... It got to stop, know, bro. They got to chill with the this kiss shit, and tell bro, shit. Bro, this shit... If these niggas' names is in the book, shit got to stop. She don't got names. She got code names for them. She's smart. She gets sued if she put their names in it because they could say this is slander, right, defamation, defamation of character... Of character. You know what, what I'm saying? Fuck? So, yo, this shit got this this kissing. It gotta stop, son, because this this pillow talking shit could get niggas killed. It's not here, and I don't want to talk about it because it's not here. But nigga, that young buck shit is real. I went to three different sources. That shit is real, bro. Oh yeah, well I mean that young buck shit with the with the alleged trampers, bro. I was like, yo, this is now I see why fifty. Deal with niggas a certain way but, now. I mean, the, the piece to this it... This shit crazy. <laughs> the piece to it that... Nigga was begging her not to But the piece info. that's crazy is she came out recently and stated that it was a hoax or it, it wasn't true. However, niggas got the phone calls yeah, and they yeah, yeah, we all yeah. heard the nigga begging her. The nigga was begging her. And then the part that had me fucked up is when Buck was like, we could still be cool. I don't have a problem not being your friend. I'll still check on you. I was like, yo, we really got a nigga that I looked up to this fucking scared for his career? I Is mean, this what the fuck this shit has come to? My well, I mean, but listen, it, it's something that's not accepted in this society. Uh, I, to, uh, I, 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 so I get it. Niggas but, is going to be scared. No, I, but at the same time, is this what it has come to? For a nigga to beg 
for his character on the phone from a person that cannot do nothing to his career but kill it if they don't make this statement. I'm going to say this. That th- says it ain't true. This is this is why. That shit this, hurt, bro. Like, this listening is, to that hurt. This is why. Because he's not living his truth. No, he's not. If he's he, not. If he stood on his truth. And was just like, I'm into that. It'll be... It would be okay for, it'll for him be, to it'll still be It'll be a be different okay. conversation. It'll would, be a, yeah. It would be a different conversation. The fact that he's running from it, but then people have proof of something different and he's trying to is pay what, it off. what makes wild. it a bigger story. You see what I'm saying? Like, you live your truth. I don't give a fuck what you doing, what you like. I right. know what I like. You know what I'm saying? I know what I'm trying to do. I like, I like what I like, too. I want to hear the music, though. But then the music might not, it might not, you might not get the same response you was because I feel like... We want to know off rip whether we into the person lifestyle or not. Who are you? 50 told us who we was and get Richard Die trying. That's why the album went fucking pla- uh, 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 diamond. One of the few rappers to ever do that. Probably not going to be another rapper to do that. As Drake is, as big as Drake is. We don't know if he's going to do that in this lifetime. Um, you know, Jay gave us a perception of who he was. When he got married, we got a whole different other side. But nonetheless, we knew who that nigga was. We don't know who Bobby Valentino is. We don't know who Mr. C is. We don't know who Young Buck is. Because these niggas I mean, is... the whole Bobby Valentino one is still <laughs> in the air. So I want you to put him in that conversation. We got... We, have, we, got, we got footage, though. Yeah, we have some, some confirmation and some, some proof. Well, with Buck, C. we got... Because we got the phone call, which is clear as day. Well, we got the phone call and then the footage doesn't show his face, whatever. Listen, I don't give... I'm not even... reason why I didn't even put the shit on here is because these topics can always get too touchy and too tricky. So I was trying to stay away from it. But at the end of the day, nobody gives a fuck what you do. It's about living your truth or not. Right. When you don't live your truth, right. you end up in situations like this where niggas can hold your truth over you. Right. You never want to be over, you will never want your truth over you. Right. You want your shit under you. <laughs> right. So if you do certain things, right. you gotta be willing to accept those things. Right. You gotta be able to say, you know what, yup, I did do that. And and either I thought it was wrong and I still did it, or I didn't think it was wrong, so I did it. Right. But when you sit in there like a R. Kelly, because we could throw him in a type of conversation oh, like this, or or if you know all of these allegations are are true or whatever they are, I admit it. Right. If you're sitting here and you're and you're you're not admitting it, and then someone is sitting here and they got a whole nother version of a story, now they own your truth. And when you allow someone else to own your shit, you it's it's like when you let the labels take your music. Right. They own that shit now. So now this shorty has this story of yeah, you like transsexual women. And or transgendered women, whatever may have you, and you don't want to own up to it. So now I own the shit. Yeah. So <clears throat> I can give this to the tabloids and make a bag off of it. Fuck your career up. I can exploit you and tell you to pay the fuck up. Or I'm gonna let this shit out and show you I'm not playing. I'm gonna release this video. I could do all these shit, all these things, and you gotta be on the run because you're not owning up to the shit that. You like now. There's a difference between him seeking that out and and wanting to be with um, transgender or transsexual people, and versus him maybe quote unquote not knowing um, and ending up in a situation where he didn't know. He found out later, and now he's you know fearing that. I feel like being outed is gonna do. I feel like the him. person told him upfront what it was, and he didn't care. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. The yeah. narrative is it could yeah. be two different things. 
He either knew all along. Now the situation is blown up, and now he's scared because he knows the way the way that that call sounded, bro, is that he knew. I've never heard Young Buck so scared in my life, and Young Buck has did a lot of fucked up shit to niggas. Fuck because up shit. something like, like that when real you, fuck like stab niggas try to kill niggas when you not shows. owning something like that so, and you're that type of nigga right he's a reckless nigga he's you're a, putting yourself in a situation where your money getting fucked up yeah. your fan base not fucking with you definitely not all of this because you're not owning whatever it is that may be going on in that situation I think all of this could have been solved if you was just more secure in your sexuality which and had nothing to do with your career or your music, but now it's about to affect I mean, your it would, bottom line. It would affect either. Let's be honest. In this society, it would affect oh, yeah, him if in, he did. In, in this society, if he yeah. did. But at the end of the day, it probably would have a less of an impact than us now seeing him on the phone crying, talking about "Don't let this shit out." Da 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 da. <laughs> you know what I'm yo, saying? Like it's a different. Laugh, but it's yo, a different perception now. It's a different perception it. of him being like, you know what? This is what I'm into, y'all. Niggas still would have probably flipped the wig, went crazy, young buck all this year. Because at the end of the day, then that means he wasn't living his truth back then. That means 50 In the knew. music. They going to say 50 knew, 50 held it down. They might say Banks knew they held it down. 50 wouldn't have known that. I, there's plenty of shit that niggas do that they never tell their best mans. Oh, yeah, of course. That, that's a fact. <laughs> that's like, a fact. And, and if that's he a was, reality. Yeah, and if he yeah, was embarrassed about it now, he probably was embarrassed about it back then. But all I know is that this shit ain't nothing new. Nah. This is this some, shit been happening in hip hop forever. Well, I'm talking about for him. What the nigga forty now? Yeah. This ain't just a new thing that he started to fall into. This it, it, <laughs> this nigga probably tested this out a long time ago. You say he got packed? He t- <laughs> I don't know what he got did didn't do. I don't give a fuck. Don't want to travel down that road. All I'm saying, <laughs> none of us <laughs> is this shit ain't nothing new for this nigga. If if it is what it what it's a <sighs> what it's being portrayed to be, he ain't just this ain't happened in a year or two. Yo, That's young all I know. young buck, how was it, bro? How it felt to Yo, get buck? What's the tough knot, my nigga? <laughs> I'm good, my nigga. You <laughs> tough knot, <not>, bro. <laughs> hey, what's the uh, tough knot, my nigga? This information. <laughs> hey, two girls in a cup ass nigga. What the? <laughs> Uh, <laughs> oh, man, tough night. Listen, uh, we spoke about a lot today. This was a lit episode. We spoke about a lot of real, real deep issues, a lot of real deep fragmented things. What I would like to say is, first and foremost, I think it's a very amazing thing when you can have a conversation with somebody and just be brutally, totally honest. When you can talk to them, you could cry in their face, they're not going to start laughing. They're not going to start saying, uh, man, the fuck up. They're not going to start calling you a little bitch. You know, when- All misogynistic shits, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because um, for a long time, I, I didn't run or didn't come into people that I could have a real conversation with and then cry or- even get mad or like show any sign of emotion because growing up signs of crying or getting so quickly titled those will be attributed to qualities of a woman man or a little boy growing up is not supposed to you know carry on and act that way so i feel like a lot of stuff if it's submerged like that when you're a young man you never really you never really got a chance to really tap into your emotions so niggas will look at you like He's wilding out. 
he's overreacting. That nigga don't even know how to actually react because he's been keeping so much shit held in or he's not been saying so much things for all these years. He's just been letting shit happen. He hasn't said anything. So the moment where it's time for him to really say something, he's overreacting. He's he's bugging out. He's violating when he's actually just trying to say or he's trying to do something that's going to help him feel like he's in control of the situation because in actuality he has no control over it. So he's either uncontrollably cursing or he or 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 he blacked out or he's uncontrollably crying and that shit is wild. I feel like more men need to get more in tune with their feelings and and again we also got to we got to stop saying shit like oh if a nigga if a nigga's into his feelings too much it's no home, uh, it's uh you know he probably on some homo shit. We got to stop saying no homo at the end of you know shit like that. We also got to stop making it seem like because a, a nigga cry or because the nigga doesn't want to do certain stuff, he's pussy or he's weak. We got to stop saying shit like that, too. Everybody got feelings, and I feel like because... And I feel like, uh, personally, too, the 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 LGBTQ and the Me Too movement has helped it easy... Has helped usher in an easier a frame of mind for the, the, the straight male to actually feel, I think, a bit more comfortable with his own sexuality mm, and, how, point. and how he deals with stuff because these are people that are so openly adamant about their rights. These are people that are so openly adamant about being in the forefront of fighting for what they think they deserve. And then when they get it, they just don't stop there. Like they try to help other people get the same thing, if not more. We though, like I feel like like a, a regular straight man's ideology is, yo, life is hard. You just got to do what the fuck you got to do. Or yeah, man, you know what I mean? Um, that shit is crazy, but yo, you know, I can't do nothing about it. No, sometimes you can. It it, it may not start and end with you, but just a, a little gesture or, you know, um, something that you say or don't say can like make the difference in a whole conversation or make somebody's day. But niggas just be in their head so much about what other people are thinking or what other people are doing that niggas don't really take the time to focus on their fucking self. Like they just out here doing other shit or letting... Or just letting shit slide. And it's like, yo, like, at the end of the night, when you go to sleep, nigga, you with you. Mm. It's just you, bro. And you could be in a bed with somebody else. But, nigga, when you go to sleep in that bed, nigga, you in your body. And the decisions that you make is solely based on you. They can be influenced by other people. But at the end of the day, you still got the final say. So I want... Any male listening to this, if you had the perception or the mindset of, yo, if I do certain shit, niggas going to look at me like I'm this or I'm that. Bro, that's why you're not the man you want to be today because you worried about what other niggas are saying or, or doing or how they're going to treat you in the end. Nigga, you need to treat yourself. I think another, I think a good point that you made also from that is in terms of the LGBTQ and the Me Too movement, it's not only that they're saying that it's okay for you as a male to have emotions, the straight male to have emotions. Right. But they're also saying, like, this is what we want from you, especially, like, our young women. Is They're saying now, mm-hmm. we're tired of the toxic masculinity mm-hmm. that comes from niggas being like, yo, it is what it is. That is what it is mentality, which does not allow a, a nigga to show emotions. I think in this day and age, at least... <laughs> this nigga's still trying to kill the shit. At least in this day and age, 
women are more accepting and they want mm-hmm. that male to open up and show more emotion and 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 show a little bit. It's different from our parents' generation. Our parents' generation, that's not exactly how it went down, right? They were taught that a male was supposed to act a certain type of way. Mm-hmm. And if a male didn't act that type of way, then they were out of out of character of, as to what a male should be. In this generation, it's more so that we realize that some of those things that we're asking from our men end up being toxic or end up putting them in stressful situations that make them abusive, emotionally, physically, however have you, um, financially, whatever. And now we're asking that you guys don't do that. We still want you to be men. You know, if you subscribe to the different roles of of men and women, we still want you to uphold some of those things. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, it's okay for you to be open to me and it's okay for you to be open and loving to your children, be open and loving to your friends. It's okay for that because that's what's going to make you a healthy individual and that's how I really get to know you. So I think the what would dad say for today is going to go along the lines of what um, Jada said to Will and I, th- I just want to apply it to multiple spectrums so it doesn't only have to be in a marriage or relationship or anything like that. It could also apply to your friendships. When you are on an island with the people in your life, what do you have? Because if the answer is nothing but partying, drinks, good times, then you might want to reevaluate that. But if you have people that you could stand on an island with and you could say, yo, together we ended up, we ended up building up a ship to get off that motherfucker. Those are the people that you need to dedicate your time, your effort, and your energy to. If you're dedicating your time and your effort to everybody else, I don't know. That ain't it, Chief. You're going to die on that island. You're going to die on that island, staring at each other, and it might be them that kill you. So at the end of the day, I think when we evaluate how we're spending our time, and not only how, but who we're spending it with, we have to really keep in mind if there is a mutual beneficial factor from that and not on some, I take from you, you take from me, but are you making me happier? Are you making me healthier? Am I making you happier? Am I making you healthier? Because a lot of times we also have to look at ourselves like, yo, what are we doing when we're in a relationship or situation or friendship with somebody? Are we taking more from that friend than they get than, than we're getting? Like, are we taking from them and not giving them anything? Or are they doing that to us? Because at the end of the day, if we're looking at certain situations, we got to see when we're being toxic to people too, or when we're doing too much and not being like, you know what? They deserve better than that. Let me be a better friend. And if your mindset isn't, let me be a better friend. And then your mindset is like, all right, well, fuck it then. This is what it is. Then you're not that person's friend. You should probably remove yourself because that's going to blow up. So dad would say, if you're on an island with the people in your life, do you build that ship to get off it? Or do you kill each other? Good one. I got promised some shit, so time for me to go. Live show next, live show two weeks from now. November show, now, show to, two weeks. Go to Eventbrite, go to Dad Has Bow Ties Live Show 2018. Cop your tickets, tickets are what now? $20, you said, bro? $20. $20, yo. Facts. No more fucking discounts. We already did that shit. Cop the tickets. Dad has some bow ties. Peace.